guys. Welcome into the Sport Codex Show, episode 78. Uh, today, we're doing something cool. We've come from the future to do this podcast because we stopped Judgment Day. Uh, we're ranking Terminator movies. Uh, i got Carl with me, as always. How's it going? Good man. Good man. Always good not to do an intro. So Yeah, I, I, I still don't like them. I still don't like them. <laughs> I just pay someone to do the intro. They're the uh, worst part of the podcast, really. Yeah, I don't like doing it. Once we're into it, I'm sweet. Uh, and also got Twain back. How are you going, bro? Good, bro. Good. Um, coming back coming alive from the future to do this podcast. So, yeah, yeah. really excited for this one. <laughs> yeah, well, this was your idea. You pitched this one to us. So, yeah. It's, uh, oh. I mean, I, I always, I, 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 I watched all of these, I think, just last year, actually. So, But I was happy to jump in again. Fucking love them. Yeah, yeah, the old Terminator movies, they eh? like. You guys sort of pushed me. I was like, uh, yeah, yeah, I wasn't wasn't a big fan yeah. of the, the latest ones. And yeah, peer pressure, man. It always yeah. works. Peer pressure works. Same with the Predator well, franchise. Yeah, I was going to say, we did the same thing too with the Predator. <laughs> yeah, we did. We did. We did. <laughs> Nothing against Arnie, but, you know. Yeah. It sounds like you got a, you got a gentle problem persuasion. there. Yeah. Like you got an Arnie problem. A gentle persuasion. and <laughs> No, nah, it was good. I enjoyed yeah. it, actually. Yeah, yeah. It's funny because it's a really interesting franchise. It, you know, very up and down. Uh, a couple of classics and a couple of uh, duds, if, if, to put it to put it nicely. Um, this one's actually, it's the brainchild of James Cameron, who directed the first two movies, um, who had a nightmare of a, uh, he, he had like food poisoning or something, and he woke up and fe- had a fever dream uh, of this uh, robot, uh, like attacking him and that's where he got the idea for the terminator and went and wrote the movie uh, oh hang on here's the actual story without money for proper food he became sick and went to bed one night with a high fever he had a nightmare of a metal endoskeleton emerging from flames dragging itself over the floor holding kitchen knives when he woke up he immediately made a drawing of the vision and that he he worked with that and wrote the script from there uh, and inserted all the time travel stuff and and that and uh it's it's one of the most iconic franchises even though only two of the movies are, are held in high regard uh by the sort of the general populace there, there are people that are fans of the other ones for sure but you know only two i guess would be widely considered good or better it's um, interesting eh? like yeah. as you were saying yeah it's it's sort of iconic too that vision that Cameron had, like, of the robot and the flames, and they they emphasise that throughout the whole the whole series and and each of the movies. It's sort yeah, of yeah, yeah. an iconic shot in all of them. So it's cool that it come from a dream. Yeah, the the picture of this like everything you see the cyborg, it's like an iconic picture, eh? like the yeah. face of the cyborg. Like it, yeah. as soon as you see it, you know that it's the Terminator. So like yeah. Whatever dream he had that night, he he's birthed a billion dollar franchise. Yeah, I don't know, what yeah. do you what what he ate that night? <laughs> yeah, I need to take notes and go eat that and write down my dreams. It's just it's just like Kid Rock, you know, when he wrote Bawatuba. The devil was at the end of his bed. Bawatuba. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I can't even, I can't even remember how the rest of the lyrics go. Kid uh, Rock, yeah, it was in his dream. Yeah, that sounds like he probably just had a bad batch of meth, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah, he's probably up for seven days straight or something. Yeah, yeah. So uh, anyway, the the yeah, as I was saying before, the franchise is is really up and down. Like especially when you look at like the the Rotten Tomatoes scores, 
Um, I won't say which is which, but the lowest is below 30, and then obviously the highest is, is at 100 um, for, for the critics. So, yeah, massive variance. Um, what's what's your guys' uh, history with, with the franchise? Any of these first-time watches for you? Um, no, not for me, but a couple, like three, I didn't initially watch three when it came out, so mm. I watched it in my teens but i couldn't remember it too much but when we did the rewatch for all of them for the pod and watched it and i just just forgot like he was actually the governor of california at the time <laughs> i think it was like like fucking how did he pull that when he didn't a politician goes hey guys i'm just gonna go and do a movie i'll be back yeah. in a couple of months yeah, yeah. i'll be i'll be back yeah, yeah i'll be back Don't, make, sure, make sure california burn or whatever while i'm gone like it just bugged me out that he's you know, the head of a um, big, the, one of the biggest American states, and he just fucked off for like six months to go and do a movie. Yeah. yeah. Only in Hollywood, yeah. man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what about you, Kat? Uh So, Dark Fate was the first time watched from me. Um, yeah. Now, uh, Genesis and Salvation, I'd partly watched. Um, yeah, just had been on the background, and I, hadn't, I didn't manage to sit down and watch them properly. So, those two. Yeah, it's it's basically first time watch. Like first first time, time full watches. Full watch. Yeah. Uh, Terminator Two. Watched when I was a kid. Um, pretty as soon as it got on TV, I watched it. Uh, and the original Terminator Two, I watched some somewhere back around that time. It would have been on TV Two or something, and and got that done. Then uh, Rise of the Machines Three. I watched that when it first came out too. Um, but none of them at the movies. I haven't watched any at, at on the big screen. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm the yeah. same too. I, I never watched any of any of them in the. Oh, sorry, no. I watched Genesis and uh, everywhere. All the other ones I've watched. Yeah, I've I've seen two uh, at the movies: Dark Fate and Genesis, the the latest two. Um, funnily enough, previous to when I watched them, no, it was two years ago, not last year. It was when Dark Fate was coming out. Uh, I'd seen the first two. Uh, I'd seen the first one only once before, and I'd seen the second one a couple of times. Uh, yeah, like three, three or four times. And then I hadn't seen any of the others except for Genesis, which I went to the movies to see. So it was, um, yeah, that was that was quite an interesting journey because I didn't really know what I was uh, what I was getting into. But mm. yeah, yeah, no, I, um, it, it's it's a fun franchise. Even the bad ones are still fun. So I, um, yeah, I dig them. Would you just wanted to ask your guys' opinion, do the bad Terminators, are they better than the bad Alien or Predator? They're definitely better than the Aliens versus Predators, for sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think for, yeah, sorry, Aiden, um, I no, think right. the bad Terminators are better than, better than the bad Predators. But I'm still a bit of a sucker for resurrection for aliens um yeah so i think for me out of the three franchises that were rated i still would go aliens as my favorite then terminator then predator overall yeah I'll, I'll probably have that as yeah it's it's interesting for me i still i still ride for the original alien vs predator um i love that movie but the second one sucks. Nothing in it's the Terminator the franchise is is even close to as to that. That is one of the worst movies I've ever seen. It's fucking horrendous. Um, I 
I would also go as far as saying the worst, my worst of the Terminator movies is better than uh, my worst of the Predator sequels, which was uh, Predator 2. Um, the Danny yeah. Glover one? Yeah, yeah. But I, I, I like um, the other Predator movies. Although even The Predator, I I probably, if, if we're ranking, let's say we're ranking Terminator and Predator, mm. Predator 2 would be last then I'd have the last Terminator movie, and then I'd have the Predator. So I'd have yeah, all the okay. other Terminators above that. Um, but Predator Predator, and Predators would be pretty high up on the list overall. Yeah, I, And then Alien, I, I, I dig all the Aliens, even Resurrection. Yeah. And, I mean, you, you guys know where I stand on Alien 3. Yeah, no, I, just, I watched um, the 2018 Predator the other week, and I just... After rewatching it, I was like, "That's pretty bad." Eh? <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah, it's just a mess. There's there's yeah. so many. There's some good ideas there, but it's just so sloppy. And I think like, I think it just got fucked by the studio, eh? And then like you watch, I was watching it, and then I was like, because I sort of did like what I did when doing the rewatch. I was doing one Predator movie, one Terminator movie, like just one yeah, after yeah, another. Yeah. So I yeah. watched the twenty one, and I was like watching it, because I, I think I was the one Shane Black. Yes, 2018, he wrote and yeah. directed. You can just tell, like, because there's so many fucking jokes that are just, like, real dry and, like, <laughs> like too yeah. sexual. Yeah. And, then, and then, like, I watched Genesis. Like, Fuck, Genesis is way better. <laughs> 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 but, yeah, yeah, that's... The, um, yeah, that's it. Like, Shane Black, when he first started writing those jokes, which was actually in, like, the original Predator and the Lethal Weapon movies, you know, he's he's like a 30-year-old man. And then when he does it with the Predator, he's like in his fifties, still doing it. You know, it, it's literally the the Steve Buscemi, "How do you do, fellow kids?" thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. What I what I kind of like about the the Terminator franchise as a whole is that after the first two, I mean, uh, the first two uh, separate. What I'm talking I'm talking about the other sequels. Um, is that they got different people on for each one, and they all sort of brought new ideas. Mm. Um, there's one I have have issue with, and I'll I'll talk about that when we get to it. But um, the other ones, they sort of like they all tried something different, which I mm. which I like. That didn't it didn't get too samey. Like some franchises, you can't watch back to back to back to back because it's sort of the same shit happening again and again. Um, and the the general premise of the Terminator movies is the same with mm. the exception of salvation but yeah they 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 each put a little little twist on it which i i quite enjoyed yeah like if you watch all of there's like even like if you watch like you see the like the main like the main predator bad guy robot predator it's always mm. someone different eh? like that, that that's pretty cool like you know in the third one it's a it's a woman and the second one it's obviously the um, robot you know the, the liquid man dude and yeah, then, yeah, yeah, yeah. And like every single movie, it's, it's always someone like different. So I, yeah, yeah I appreciate yeah. that. Yeah, even even though the premise is the same, they at least try and mix it up, which is which is mm. good. Yeah, yeah. Um, shit, I completely forgot what I was going to say. Uh, you guys got anything to add before we jump into these rankings? Uh, yeah. I, did you guys watch yeah. the Sarah Connor Chronicles? No. Now, uh, me they, personally, I've been looking for. I found a real cheap copy of season two on Blu-ray. And I was like, oh, if I can find season one, I'm going to scoop these up. And fucking season one's not anywhere. Can't find it, yeah. Yeah. So I'll eventually check it out because it's uh, the 
apart from the original two movies, it's by far the highest rated thing on Rotten Tomatoes. It's, it's really good. Like, it's, yeah, if, it just get, it dives into the story. Um, you know, Sarah obviously, and you know, which is uh, Cersei, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Lena Headley. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Lena Headley. Even the term, like the robot, the Terminator. On, it's really, it's, they make it like humanized. Like it takes a bit mm-hmm. from T two with Furlong and Schwarzenegger, and they try and make it the same with you know Headley and the I forgot her name. She's a it's a Russian lady, but oh yeah, yeah. Uh, is it uh, Natasha Loken? Is it her? No, that's oh, the Rise lady of the from Machines. Yeah, yeah. no, no. Um, oh, that's the Rise of the Machines. That's Kristana yeah. Loken. Yeah. Uh, um, hang on, I'm gonna look it up because it's annoying. I know, I know, I know her face. I just can't think of uh, yeah. what her name is. And I'm gonna read it, and I'm gonna be annoyed with myself. Summer uh, Glow. Yes. Yeah, she's um, she was in Dollhouse, and and she was in, yeah. in Arrow as well for a bit when Arrow was good. But yeah, no, it was it was really just if you guys are you know got some spare time on your hands, and if you can find those two seasons, like dive into mm. it. Really, really good. Like Lena Headley's really. Yeah, I yeah. caught some episodes of it. Just just one of those ones, you know, you catch an episode here and there. I just didn't get to watch the whole series. So, mm. yeah, I'll, I might check that out too. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm definitely going to uh, find it. Find it somewhere. Maybe uh, maybe somewhere sneaky. Gotcha. <laughs> 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 All right, sweet. Oh, well, we jump into this thing, eh? So how are we how are we doing it, mate? We're going so, the same same way. Yeah, as last so time. same same as we always do. So I get I get everyone's ranking, and I I uh, average it out, get the aggregate score, and the higher the score, the lower you are in the rank. Um, didn't need to use tiebreakers this time around. Oh no tiebreakers! Yeah, no tiebreakers. But normally when I need a tiebreaker, I use Rotten Tomatoes scores. Um, but yeah, this time around wasn't necessary. And also, fair warning, as always, we're going to spoil the shit out of all of these. So, But in saying that, a couple of these movies, they were spoiled in the in the trailers anyway, so it doesn't even matter. Uh, <laughs> yeah. All right. So coming in at last place, sixth place, uh, I had it fifth, and both you guys had it sixth um, from 2015, Terminator Genesis. Uh, this is the one directed by Alan Taylor who also did Thor The Dark World, which is the worst MCU movie by a long shot, um, and is also directing the upcoming Many Saints of Newark, the Sopranos prequel movie, which I hope is good. Because I've Sopranos... heard mixed reviews on this. Yeah, so, yeah, mm. so have I. Um, the Sopranos is one of the greatest shows of all time, if not the greatest show of all time. I'm currently in a rewatch of that. Um, he also directed a lot of episodes of that, as well as uh, Game of Thrones, Mad Men, um, boardwalk empire like all the big tv shows he's directed episodes on so uh looks like it doesn't quite translate to movies now the interesting what i what i dug about this why i didn't have it in last place um this so this was meant to be the start of a new trilogy it was meant to be somewhat of a reboot but uh, obviously referencing the original movie um what i liked is is i actually i really respected even though the execution wasn't there i respected the twist that they had in it which was making john connor a terminator um Mm. the the issue i had the main issue i had with this one i mean there's a lot of issues don't get me wrong (laughs) um 
but the main issue I had was I didn't like the casting. I didn't like Jai Courtney sucks in everything yeah. he does. It sucks. Brian Fletcher, are you saying Brian Fletcher sucks? <laughs> <laughs> if you if you follow Lee, you'll know. Who I, mean. I, I have no idea what you're talking about right now. I just like Brian Fletcher. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you used to play Rabbitohs, but if you put them side by side now, you can see them. Yeah, it'd be his oh. little brother, man. It's Brian yeah. Fletcher. Did, yeah. did you just make that up now, or is that like a thing? Is that nah, as soon as I watched it, I'm like, what the fuck's Brian Fletcher doing on here? <laughs> oh, that's what I mean. So that's what I mean. It's like, is that a thing that you noticed straight off? Yeah, man. Yeah. Oh, shit. Now, now I'm going to watch Brian Fletcher. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so, no, no, you're all good. Um, so I did, yeah, I didn't, I didn't like, I didn't like Jai Courtney as Kyle Reese. I don't like Suicide Squad is the only movie I've liked Jai Courtney, and he's in a lot of movies. He must have the best agent, either that or his agent has dirt on everyone. That Die Hardy was a thing. Yeah, that's that's one of the worst movies I've ever seen. I don't, I if you asked to rank the Die Hards, I would refuse because I'd mean I'd have to watch that movie again. It's so bad. It's so bad. Um. <laughs> Normally I like Jason Clark. I did not like him as John Connor. Mm. I would have I would have liked it a lot more if they got their original choice, which was Tom Hardy. Oh, Tom Hardy would have been fucking a hundred times better. I think if they got Tom Hardy, I think this this would be much higher in my rankings. Mm. Man, I totally agree, man. I totally agree. For me, yeah. this is the biggest thing too. The and I like Amelia Clark too, but yeah, yeah, there's just She's just not Sarah Connor, man. She's no, Greek completely. Daenerys. She's Daenerys Targaryen, unfortunately. Yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. All, all it is. Just, it's like when um, Elijah Wood thing out. It's like, nah, you're Frodo. Yeah, Frodo, yeah. what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, it's like you can't. You just get characterized for that one thing. And unfortunately for her, that's yeah. all she's ever going to be is Daenerys Targaryen. Yeah. I thought Jason Clark too, man. He just. Just no, he just wasn't he's, John Connor, man. Yeah, he's he's a good actor, but he didn't suit the role at all. No. But I I do I actually really like him in a lot of stuff he's in. He was not good in this. Probably the best casting is probably Lee as a Byung Byung Hun. Yeah, Lee yeah. Lee Byung Lee Byung Hun. Yeah, as the Terminator, he was good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fucking like those movies stink, but he's so fucking good in those GI Joe movies. Like him and um. Snake Eyes battles are like that keeps that those movies together. And if you're recently the world's biggest phenomenon, Squid Game, he's in that as well. Oh, is he? Okay. I'm, I'm going to watch Squid Game eventually. Yeah. I won't spoil it for you, but yeah. he made, he's awesome in that as well. So. Yeah. yeah. He actually he did a movie that I haven't been able to locate, but a lot of people recommend it as one of the best Korean horror movies. It's called I Saw the Devil. Mm, uh, and that actually, I believe that's what got him noticed in for the U.S. market. Yeah, was his was his performance as that? It's like a revenge thriller slash horror. He's a uh, good he, he's good actor. Eh? Like yeah, even, like even his Hollywood stuff, and then like obviously with you know Squid Game, I, he's really really good in that. Eh? Like you yeah. can just even tell like like uh, Red Two. Yeah, like that movie sucked, but he is really good in it. Yeah. And like I think he's like he can do like all the stunts and action scenes too. Yeah. It's not like he's just a good actor. Like he's yeah. low key one of my favorite actors. That he's yeah. like the next Jet Li sort of guy. Eh? Like to me, like he could be like a real good like arch nemesis of Jet Li type guy. Yeah. 
Well, he's got that anti as well. Like, if, yeah. Again, yeah. if you yeah. watch um, G.I. Joe, you know, it's think like the, the, the second movie they did, like, he becomes like the anti hero. Like, he yeah, ends yeah, up helping yeah. the good guys. So, like, yeah. he's got that vibe for him too. Like, he can yeah, be man. a good bad guy, but at the same time, you like kind of root for him. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, no, that's a good call. That's definitely the best casting in it. Um, yeah. I, Amelia Clark, I don't know. I couldn't find, I was looking to see who else was up for the role, but. I couldn't find anything, so it sounds like she might have been the first choice. Um, but she yeah, would have been was... pretty big in 2015. And, and yeah, that, yeah, that's her peak. Yeah, that's her yeah. absolute peak at that time. Yeah, uh, it sounds like they actually asked Christian Bale to come back too, but that would have been weird with how Salvation worked up. Mm. Um, but he he was unavailable, which probably means they didn't offer him enough money. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I what I what I did I apart from the twist I, I respect the twist even though it wasn't quite executed but you know I do I I love when people take chances and making the hero of the human resistance the bad guy that's a ballsy move mm-hmm. and so I I did I really respected that um, the other thing I liked is basically when they go back when he goes back to 1984 and they recreate the original movie. Like right yeah. down to the to the the punks, um, yeah, yeah. And, and the original movie was was Bill Paxton, um, <laughs> like all all of that, and you know even the shoes. I, I read that the, the, Nikes, the, yeah. the yeah the production yeah. Man, manager had a really hard time finding some Nike vandals, um, which were the ones from the original movie, and yeah, she they said we can just make you some some fake ones and she the person susan matheson is her name the costume designer um she's a like a pretty big sneakerhead and she didn't want to cheat the audience so she's like no no we're gonna we're gonna find some that's cool that's cool uh, and so nike actually made 25 pairs of vandals for this movie oh that's awesome yeah like that, that, just... that, that rate what they would be going for isn't yeah. astronomical yeah, yeah, absolutely. Now I wonder if they paid for that shot in the original too, because like '84, like was the year Jordan was drafted, right? It was, and, yeah. And and Nike hadn't really, it was coming on the scene, but it wasn't big yet. Yeah, so I'm just wondering if they paid that because it they emphasised that shoe in the original. So and and I mm. like the tribute and. Yeah. yeah, that's that's actually quite an, uh, an interesting question because yeah, I would have at first I would have thought well the first Terminator had hardly any budget and you know Nike were Nike but you're right Jordan made Nike Nike so mm. you know it, it, it could have been um, something that they they mm. paid for. Might have to look into it. Yeah, yeah, I'll uh, I'll keep an eye out see if I so notice anything. If, if you wanted to buy a pair of those twenty one of those twenty five pair of vandals that were released, it's going to cost you around about fifteen grand. That's, oh, that's yeah. not as bad as I thought it would be. To be yeah, honest. I mean, I, I guess if be... I guess if this movie was better, <laughs> it might, <laughs> might be like at, at a one on the front of that. But well, the, yeah, well, the last person, the last curse was by Kanye West, all people, and he wore it to a concert a couple of years ago. Yeah, so. yeah, he probably thinks they're based on fact to these movies. Kanye, <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> they're really nice. Like I don't want to hustle, but. I'm looking at them now. They're like they're really nice. You could wear them like today. Like they're a really good looking shoe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That that was actually one thing I noticed when I rewatched the not to 
go too far off topic, but when I rewatched the original, I was like, fuck, those shoes are cool. Yeah. <laughs> that was like yeah. the first thing I noticed. Like, you know, this movie's from 1984. It's from before I was born. Those shoes are awesome. Yeah, they are. Between a Jordan and an Air Force. You... Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. So it actually does sound like Emilia Clarke was the first choice because of her connection to Alan Taylor from Game of Thrones. Ah, yes. Uh, yeah. Would you would you have cast who would you guys have casted when from that time? Because we think we're thinking 2015. Obviously, yeah. she's probably one of the big. You know, she is the biggest one of the female actresses in the world. Do you guys have any idea who would you like in that role instead of her? I mean, like it's easy to look back now and say it would have worked. Wait, when when did Edge of Tomorrow come out? 2014, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So Emily Blunt would have been my first choice mm. after how she did an Edge of Tomorrow. Yeah. Like she was she was incredible in that and she would have been really believable i sort uh, of uh, i sort of wanted someone oh sorry uh like margot Ro- robbie nearly but if she could nail the axe like just get rid of all the aussiness out of her <laughs> i mean she she does a pretty good job of that in harley quinn like she's got a full-on brooklyn accent yeah, yeah. And, and the suicide I, squad movie I stuff. Think, yeah sarah connor just needs a little bit of badass in her and I think yeah. Margot Robbie has a little bit of that, like she did um, I, Tonya and that too. So, this yeah, I, I wonder, so. I wonder if she had that in her at this time though, because she would have just come off Wolf of Wall Street. Her star would have just been growing. It would have been a, a decent pick, and I think she would have done pretty well. I, I yeah, I, I would have liked it, but I wonder if they would have taken the chance, like because they hadn't she's, seen. She's a bit too nice and happy for me for Sarah Connor. Like, if you yeah. think about it, eh, Sarah Connor is delusional, like, to a yeah, point. She's, like, yeah. like, she's lost miserable. her marbles. Miserable person. Yeah. So the person her... I want of her, what's going on, yeah, obviously, and she knows the world's going to come to an end and no one will believe her. But one person I had in mind, it, it was from the same person from the Game of Thrones, and she had already had a connection to the Terminator franchise. Why not just go and get Hedley to come back as Sarah Connor? Yeah. Mm. Maybe maybe you know? eight. She yeah. might have been if she's a bit older. But too yeah. old, maybe, yeah, that's but, the only thing, really. Um, but I know exactly maybe, what you mean, like her demeanour, like, yeah, for yeah, sure. She's, yeah, she's, like, you guys know, my friend, she's cold, calculated, oh. you know, you know, all, then, all her roles, like, you know, they're, like, got the real tough, Sarcastic. you know, mindset. Yeah, like, I reckon she, like, got in the Sarah Connor Chronicles that we, we were talking about on, off, um, off air, but, like, she was, she would have suited Sarah Connor really well if she came back. Plus, you already yeah. had a connection to the, to the yeah. universe, didn't you? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Oh, so really interesting. We we mentioned these names. So I just found. So Emily Blunt was considered for the role. Um. And then Amelia Clark, obviously, Brie Larson, and Margot Robbie screen tested for the role. Oh wow. Um, the <laughs> the executives nearly chose Brie Larson, but Alan wow. Taylor. Alan Taylor said, oh, well, I know Amelia from Game of Thrones, so let's pick her, and then they, they went with him. So it was that's nearly a, Brie Larson, which would have been worse. I don't I don't like Brie Larson there. Um, 110% worse. Like, I, yeah. She's I don't, so yeah. bad. Like, the only good thing she's done for me is probably 21 Jump Street, and that was because it was a yeah. comedy. Like, she yeah, always yeah. tried, like, always funniest person in the room when she did the movies. Like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You know, it's just like, you don't have to tell jokes all the time. Just, you know, be serious for once. <laughs> and I, yeah, I also feel like when she does action, it, it doesn't seem natural. Like in Captain mm. Marvel, it just seems like she's trying too hard. Yeah, yeah, I get that. 
I haven't watched any of your stuff, so I, yeah, yeah, I can't really nah. comment. No, nah, I'm, I'm not a fan. I don't, I don't get the appeal, to be honest. Yeah, all right. I guess uh, time to move on to the next one. Coming in at fifth place, I had this one last. Carl had it fifth. Twain, you had it fourth. Uh, we're going to Terminator 3, Rise of the Machines. Now, I believe this one was from 2003. 2003, I'm, I'm a bit off. Um, so, yeah, coming 11 years after its predecessor. Uh, directed by Jonathan Mostel, who did U5, U571 submarine movie with, uh, I forget who's in that, and Surrogates with, with Bruce Willis. So, again, not a um, like a really well-known director, but he's done, he's done a couple of things. Um, yeah, the reason I have this in last is... Mainly, it's a it's a rehash of two, but mm. it does everything worse than two. Yeah, they try to capture the essence of it, but it just yeah. didn't work. Eh? Yeah, yeah. Um, again, casting like uh, Nick style is not Edward Furlong. <laughs> no. Um, Edward Furl, I would have rather had a bloke like you think about it. So, so Nick John Connor is this guy living off the grid. He's miserable. You know, he he's hitting the booze and shit. Edward Furlong would have been perfect in it because he would have looked like shit because of his real life, his real life <laughs> issues with, with substances. Yeah, like I mean, maybe he's just he would have been too unreliable. But like in terms that you could have explained the the haggard look he had. Mm. Um, yeah. So I, I Nick Stahl was 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 terrible, man. I just yeah. And it seemed really, really whiny in the movie. That <laughs> yeah. Like, he was just, just really, like, he was just annoying. Like, you just, yeah. like, you wouldn't believe that he ends up becoming the face of the human resistance. Like, he was just, like, he yeah. was a bitch the whole time. His, he was. Uh, he was the whole time. And, like, the um, character ended up being the, the leader. Yeah, like, yeah. He did, oh, you know? oh like, Kate, Kate Brewster. Yeah, like he was just like, you know, feel sorry for why was me bullshit. Yeah, I didn't like that casting at all. Yeah, no, yeah. neither. I, I didn't I didn't mind Claire Danes, but mm. there there were times where I think she was in a different movie than <laughs> uh, than everyone else. Like there's times where she's acting really like when her, her father dies, she's like really emotional and crying and shit and like Nick Stahl's just standing there like a dumbass. <laughs> um yeah, so interestingly, uh, the reason this one took so long to make, Arnie said he would never do another Terminator unless James Cameron was directing. They kept asking him. He kept saying no. And then eventually James Cameron, who's good friends with Arnie, uh, rung him and said, do it, but ask for a shit ton of money. And that's why <laughs> that's why he did it. Got a shit ton of money. <laughs> yeah, Making I'm... up for that Predator money that he missed out on. No, yeah, Predator yeah. 2. Yeah, Predator 2 money. Uh... The California Republic servant money was. <laughs> oh yeah, so Arnie was paid thirty million US dollars for Terminator Three. Fuck. This is in two thousand and three as well. This is before that's the norm. Yeah. So uh, yeah. Well, we know why Nick Thor. Yeah. They couldn't afford anyone else. Couldn't afford him for too long. Yeah. Okay. That, I mean, that makes some sense. Um. Yeah. What, what's What's your guys? Uh, Twain, you had this the highest. Why do you like this more than others? I just, um, it was like, I'm going to be a, a real toss-up between this and Dark Fate. Like, I had it, like, 
I just, you know, it was pretty even for me, but like I did enjoy the action sequence a little bit more. Yeah. Um, like the, especially the, the car chase. Uh, with the, the crane? With the crane, yeah. And there's another yeah, that one was with cool. the, the one with the, um, um, the funeral car and he's got the, oh, the hearse. Yeah. The yeah. hearse and the coffin's got like fucker and <laughs> all, the, all that shit in it. Like I really enjoyed them action scenes and then just like seeing when the actual judgment day happened that yeah. was just like, like that was a really good thing so that's why i had it a little bit darker. but again it's not it's 0.01 percent higher yeah um i i will give it credit i did like the ending the first time i watched this i didn't see that coming mm. and it, it kind of i was like oh shit that's a really cool ending yeah um so i, w- I will give it credit there i just yeah everything else i didn't really like you know, if I'm gonna watch that shit, I'll just watch Terminator Two, which does it all way better. Yeah, yeah, that basically sums it up for me. Was your first statement on Aiden was just as a rehash of Number Two, and it just wasn't as good. Yeah, and and just speaking on the action too, Twain. Throughout, mm. if you want an action movie franchise, I think you can't go past Terminator. Actually, I think no. Could, like better than the Predators, better than the Aliens. Mm. I think as just pure action movies with good action yeah. scenes, I think the Terminator franchise is probably the best because in every one of these movies, including three, which I had fifth and only just above Genesis, like mm. a smidgen above Genesis. Um, yeah, they just they, they nail the action scenes. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, yeah. it's high octane. Like it's it's moving. If that makes sense, like everything's yeah. just. Or like they're always on the road they're always running things like it's just like as soon as the movie starts bam here we go like you know the time the clock's ticking thing then i guess with the terminator movies that would make it a part of the appeal is that you know with things chasing you you know they only got a certain amount of time to get away from it yeah it's pretty sim- like they're pretty based on pretty simple premises eh? like mm. yeah there's a wicked ass terminator he's gonna hunt you down what are you gonna do about it yeah <laughs> And speaking of the Terminator, speaking of Terminator, did you guys like the Terminator movies, the actual Cyborg? I liked all of them actually. Yeah, mm. yeah, I, the I, yeah, yeah. I, I would go as uh, yeah. I'd say the same thing. I think I liked yeah. liked all of them. Um, yeah. Apart from yeah, her, tit, I, her tits growing in the car in the cock. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I was like, there's cheese and there's cheese, man. It's fucking yeah, yeah, a lot yeah. of cheese, man. That's that's another thing that, that sort of bothered me with this one is that like some of the Terminator movies are quite funny like the second one where uh, you know John first discovers that uh, Arnie has to do everything he says and he calls the the guys a dipshit mm. yeah. and, and then and then Arnie like grabs a dude and he goes to shoot him and and yeah it's like you know and then you know uh, Edward Furlong stops him and he's like you can't just kill him and he's like but i'm a terminator it's like, <laughs> my job yeah yeah and he's like you still can't kill him and he's like why it's like just <laughs> real deadpan humor the humor in three just didn't work for me you know like talk to the hand like hey, come on man yeah maybe it was funny in 2003 when it came out but it, it didn't age well yeah um, agreed interestingly so i just read uh, a couple of interesting things so we're talking about edward furlong he was meant to be in this but they were about to shoot uh, April 2002 um, was when they started shooting. December 01, he got dropped because he overdosed on coke and had to go to rehab. Uh, so, so, he, so he was meant to be in it, and then yeah, that's that's why they replaced him with 
a talentless hack like Mick Stahl. He was just getting into character, man. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what actors do. Yeah. Um, yeah, and also Arnie, so his his fee was $30 million. He also got to pick the director, um, the cast, the hairdresser, his makeup, his driver, his stunt double, um, everything. He got to pick everything on the movie, basically. And all of this shit, the budget ended up being $187 million, and it's the most expensive independent movie of all time. <laughs> okay, yeah, Arnie. Yeah, it's hilarious. So he got to pick the cast. Do you reckon he was like up one night watching Romeo and Juliet and was like, yeah, clear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think it was uh, Meet Joe Black that did it. Yeah, oh, <laughs> I don't know. Like, when, you know, if he was to choose the cast, eh, like, how does he come to pick like, like, what did he watch to pick next door? Like, how does he, how does he come to that? Position? Yeah, well, I think that one, the, so they had him audition after they, after Furlong was canned because Nick Stahl had to audition five times. <laughs> oh my <laughs> god, is that like, a final what? They must, have had, they, must have had, they must have had nobody. Like, I mean, oh, what can we do? I guess we can surely. audition this guy again. <laughs> what else is he? He's not your guy four times. He's not going to be your yeah. guy after five. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, apparently, Nick Stahl was offered to reprise the role in Salvation and turned it down. So oh, thank wow. God for that. I mean, Jesus, that's a bit of a leap from Nick Stahl to Christian Bale. Like, fucking hell. Salvation yeah. probably would have been my worst movie if that is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I did like uh, David Andrews. He was all right. The general guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, uh, Kate's, Kate's dad? Yeah, yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. He's been in heaps of stuff, man. He's yeah. he's always like the general or the sheriff. or He's always that guy. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of all typecasts, eh? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, so yeah, that's pretty pretty much it for this one. There's not too much to say in it because it is all just Terminator 2, but not as good. Mm. Um, I did like I did like the scene the 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 fight at the end between Arnie and uh, Christina Loken when they get to the actual uh, base base thing, and and he comes flying in on a helicopter and and just rams it. Rams. Yeah, that, that was pretty cool. I, I like that. I like that a lot. It's funny because there's like no music in the scene that it sort of just happens. Yeah, it's a bit of a, a bit of a shock. So it's like, oh shit. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I think if if Edward Furlong was in this, it probably would have gone above Genesis for me. Um. Nick Stahl really dragged it down. Uh, yeah, that's that's a lot. To, that's a lot to ask of with Furlong. So. Do you guys really like him as an actor? Uh, no, he was good in American History X. Yeah, American History X and, and Terminator mm. 2. That's pretty yeah. much all He's I've good seen. Yeah, he, did like a sequel, he did a sequel of The Crow, and he did fucking like a movie called The Zombie King. Like I don't really yeah, know much else of what he's been in. Let me, let me check out his uh, IMDb real quick. I but, think that's pretty much it. I, I don't think he... But yeah, obviously he had to take a few years off. Yeah. But he, he was great in American History X and yeah, yeah even in, in Terminator 2 when he was only fucking like 13, 13 or something. 13, yeah. Oh, a mo- another movie I liked him in was Detroit Rock City. I don't know if you guys have seen that. Ah. Yeah, no, no, uh, from 99. So that was before he hit the shit as well. Um, But yeah, looking looking at his, his IMDb, there's, yeah, it, it fucking drops off, eh? He was in Pet Cemetery 2. I haven't seen that. I can't yeah. can't speak on that, but yeah, after after Judgment Day is just 
Like one of his main credits in '92 is Edward Furlong Japanese hot noodle commercial. <laughs> <laughs> he's got four of them. Uh, yeah, and he's yeah. So I mean, obviously, as a, as a kid actor, you're not going to get the the biggest best roles anyway. I mean, back then, like nowadays, you sort of have these kid actors who are like all well trained and shit. But back then, a kid actor was just you just get a kid who's cheap, basically. Um, or you could sell like the fucking Olsen twins or something. But yeah, so he did all these little shitty movies, and then he got American History X, and that was really good. And then, yeah, he did Detroit Rock City after that. And then, again, it's a whole bunch of nothing. A, yeah, a sequel to The Crow. Um, a small run on CSI for a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A couple of episodes of that. Um, it, it's shit that even I haven't heard of. And, like, I've heard of a lot of fucking movies, man. Yeah. <laughs> like those straight-to-DVD ones. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's what they are. He had a small role in The Green Hornet with Seth Rogen. So that oh, was yeah. it was kind of cool to see him back. I think he was he was quite, quite large then. Yeah, I didn't even recognise him in that thing. <laughs> um, I always used to get Norman Reedus confused. <laughs> I can kind of see it. I can kind of see it, actually. Not yeah, now. Yeah. Norman Reedus yeah. has got a bit together, but like Norman yeah. Reedus and um, Blake, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. they sort of look the same. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, he's, he does nothing after that, just a couple of straight-to-DVD ones, like The Zombie King, like I said. And yeah, there's one called Assault on Wall Street, which is uh, are you guys familiar with a German director, Uwe Boll? No, he's fucking terrible. Um, very so famous terrible. for doing doing awful video game movies. So he did one for like Blood Rain, and he did one for Dungeon Siege with Jason Statham, and it's one of the worst movies I've ever seen in my life. Um, <laughs> Yeah, man, he's he's awful. So that's a Uwe Boll movie there. So it, that's the the depths that Edward Furlong had to had to drop to. I'm reading up on his. Um, he plays this Uwe Boll guy, and he got a lifetime achievement award from the Raspberry Award. Like you've got to be yeah. pretty fucking yeah. shit. Yeah. To get <laughs> a lifetime achievement from, award from, from, from the Razzies. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, it's, it's crazy that that dude is. He's got to be like the worst living director. There's a um, section on his wiki page on his wiki page called Reputation, and it's like eight paragraphs long, and like his career yeah. ones only like three paragraphs. Yeah, so like literally, <laughs> he could tell you about what like he's up to. So he he tried making a movie for the game Warcraft before the actual movie came out, and Blizzard wrote to him and said, "No, <laughs> stop. <laughs> we don't we don't want our game being ruined by you." And he 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 took it in stride to his to his credit, but. Yeah, no, he's oh. he's awful, and and that's who mm. Edward Furlong had to had to work with. He made Far Cry this guy. Yes, yes, the Far Cry movie. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. So yeah, he does all like he's. I think he's got like fourteen or fifteen video game movies. And um, I don't know, I don't know if you remember uh my video game, my top ten video game movie list, but uh, no Uwe Boll movies made it on that list, despite the I fact would... he had so many of them. I would hope not. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, so I just found a cool. Edward Furlong was in a TV movie called Arachnoquake. <laughs> that's amazing. So this is around the time. Earthquakes. Or yeah, what so this, is, this is yeah, that's pretty much it. Spiders are coming up from the Earth's core and it's causing like a massive tornado. But it's a yeah, this after Shark NATO came out, there were all these things. Um, like let's combine a natural disaster with an animal. And try and cash in on it. And uh, so there was this, and there was Love, Love Lavalantula, 
<laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is um, volcanoes oh and tarantulas. Yeah. So, so, so Edward Furlong was in Arachnoquake. So I'm gonna have to try and uh, find that because that He's sounds. He's a drug-fueled spider. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Check this one now. He's in the zombie king you mentioned, Aiden. Yeah. He's yeah. the lead, and his um the co-lead is Corey Feldman. Fuck, how many yes. drugs do you smoke during that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> it out. So yeah, all star cast of ninety two. But a movie the movie was like twenty fourteen. So it's like, oh Yeah, all right. On to the next one. Uh number four. I had it in fourth. Carl, you had it in third. Twain, you had it in fifth. See, we're all we're all different on on these, which is which is quite interesting. Uh, it's the latest one. It's Terminator: Dark Fate. Now, Carl, this was your first time watch, wasn't it? Yeah, first time watch. So, what, what did you what did you you had it quite high? So, what were your thoughts? Why did you why did you like it? Well, did you did you like it a lot more than the rest, or? Uh, are they, are they all yeah, I or? think it was a clear third for me above, um, yeah, above the other ones for me. Yep. So I just fucking loved the action in Dark Fate. Mm-hmm. The action was just so well done for me. Um, starting from finding out the new Terminator, and then oh, okay, there's this, there's this chick who's pretty big and massive, and she's pretty good, and then yeah, you learn out Grace is uh, augmented, so robotic. Um, like a cyborg, basically, isn't it? Just mm-hmm. about. Um, yeah, and that whole thing, escaping the, the warehouse where um, Danny Ramos, Ramos? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Where she worked and shit. That whole scene was just awesome. And then they brought back the chase, and he, you know, in the dump truck. They had to be in a truck, eh? The Terminator had to be driving a truck. That whole thing. Yeah, got, got truck. yeah just, just the action. I, I didn't like um linda hamilton at the start i think it was a bit over the top sarah connor but she sort of fell back into the role nicely throughout the movie so it was a bit over the top at the start for me she's like okay you, you just yeah you're just going a bit too far on the on the tough lady thing but uh yeah the action was just awesome and especially towards the end there with and the plane coming down, hitting into the dam, you know, and the the hammer hanging off the side of the dam. And, uh, yeah, it was just really well done for me, the whole action sequences in this movie. And it was sort of like, as you said before, Twain 2, it was sort of like, it was just all go from the movie. It was just yeah. sit down, boom. It's, it's just exactly what you want in a good action movie for me. So, um they didn't. The cheese wasn't there as much as some as the other, mm. uh, especially three and Genesis. I think there was a lot of cheese in those two. Um, so yeah, it, it wasn't as bad in this one. There was. They always tried the I'll be back line, and they just fuck it up every time. But yeah. but um, it wasn't as bad. And did yeah. they? Sorry, I didn't mean to jump in. I think they did use it. Eh? They did use. I was I was going to say in this one, doesn't he say I won't be back, or is that Genesis? I think it's this one. I, I think in this think, one he actually says, "I won't be back." And but I think Linda Hamilton, uh, Sarah Connor says, I'll "Oh, be you back might be right." Yeah, I think I think you're right actually. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, the timeline things and in, in, in this after two, like the timeline things get a bit stupid, and you sort of have to work it out after watching um, three Salvation and Genesis. You're like. 
okay, what's what's actually happening here? So it actually, you sort of uh, miss those three and you just sort of go from Judgment Day to Dark Fate and mm. you can sort of skip those. Yeah. Um, I, Aiden, you might know the term for a movie like that. We, we, you can sort of use both of the plots. I can't, I don't know what the, the actual technical term for it is, but yeah, you can go, it's like a sequel from two, but it's also, um, but also three is a sequel from two. So it, it's a little bit weird, the timeline thing. So once mm. you get that out of your, out of your head, I think it works well. Like if you go straight from judgment day into this, um, yeah. so yeah, it was just really enjoyable for me. I, I I liked actually having Linda Hamilton back. She she was a difference uh, in this. Um, the casting was a lot better. Uh, one nitpick was when Grace was flash flashback to when Danny uh, saved her in the future. I think Danny should have been a lot older. She was basically the same person as she was then. <laughs> yeah, <like> twenty one. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, what the hell? She looks like nearly yeah. younger. What she is now. Yeah. Um, Skynet developed that anti-aging technology. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Skynet <laughs> wasn't even in. Um, <laughs> so that was the timeline thing too. With so Skynet never happened in that future. It was mm. um, yeah. Cyberdyne. Oh. Cyberdyne. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah that, and it's funny you bring that up because they obviously had the technology to do it. Because one thing I love about this. That opening scene with the de-aging of Linda Hamilton and Edward Furlong is incredible. Mm. Um, it was so well done that I originally, when I saw it in cinemas, I was like, what the fuck? Is that like unused footage from from Terminator 2 or something? Yeah, I had to yeah. look it up. And they, they did it with, um, they had Linda Hamilton and Arnie come in and wear the, you know, like a video game, the dot suit. I don't remember what, motion capture thing. Yeah, yeah. So they, they had them do that and then they actually got a kid and superimposed Edward Furlong's face from T2 onto... On. So, it, and it worked really well. Mm. Yeah. Um, like, yeah, I... Some of the some of the CGI I thought was a little... A uh, little, little shoddy. Some of the green screen was, was pretty noticeable, which always... Ta- even though, obviously, I know they're not fucking filming on an airplane with the door open, but it, it just takes you out when you see it looks really fake um so uh, i had a couple issues with that but that opening scene was incredibly done mm. now twain you had this one below three was, are they are they pretty close for you nah uh oh it's hard to say because like oh i haven't watched this one i watched three just before it so my mind was a bit fresh yeah but like gotcha. i said and yeah like but like well it's the difference is not like astronomical like it's like a mm-hmm. yeah, point one thing i just thought the action scenes in those this is the only reason the action scenes in three were just a little bit tiny more appealing to me personally than yep. this one um i did enjoy um just the i think it's the the rev rev yeah he did really well um he's from um agents of shield and he was really good in that and that was that was one of my favorite casting is he but, i haven't yeah. seen agents of shield but is he did he play ghost rider yes he was, he's really good at it. So, yeah, I, I need um, to watch that. Highly recommend. Um, but yeah, Carl pretty much the movie, pretty much. Um, Linda Hamilton was a bit OTT at the beginning yeah. of the movie, but then she sort of calmed down and got into her role a bit. And that last 20 minutes when they're at the water dam, like that, 
yeah. the fighting scene is like it's like yeah. terrifying. It got back that got back to the original Terminator. I felt like like the horror side of it, yeah, like, yeah. You know, the scary side of it. Like she's like trying to you know find out where where it is and she can't find it, and then yeah. it becomes a stalker match. And I really dug that part of it. But yeah, it's difference between three and here is not that much. But I did I did one just not as much as yeah. Um, this one actually went up for me. Like it didn't move up in my ratings. My ratings actually stayed the same from before my rewatch till after it but my enjoyment of it went up i was a little mm. disappointed when i first watched this i think i went in with two higher expectations mm. um because you know james cameron was back and linda hamilton was back and this was a sequel to judgment day and you know all this shit and i was like yeah this is gonna be fucking awesome they got the director from deadpool to do it i was like yeah this is gonna be amazing and it, it, it let me down a little um mm. But yeah, this time I went in with lowered expectations, knowing what to expect, and I actually I had a really good time with it. I, I still think there, there's issues. Um, I didn't like the lead um, that played Danny. I wasn't. I didn't think it in the third act she was really good, but in the first two acts I just didn't buy her performance in the slightest. It was a it was a it was an mm-hmm. Amelia Clark situation for me. I just didn't buy her as this, you know, she's the the chosen one, the future, the leader type thing. Yeah. Um uh yeah. But I what I who I did love, I loved Mackenzie Davis who played Grace. She yeah, is my she favorite. Was good. She's yeah. my favorite part of the whole movie. Um yeah, I can agree yeah. with that too. Yeah, she yeah, was yeah. really she good. was she was she was incredible. Uh yeah, I, I agree with you guys on Linda Hamilton. What I did like is her reasoning for helping makes a lot of sense. Because at first she's like, you know, that girl is me and it's no fun. This is why I'm helping. And then she realizes, like, no, no, this isn't me. This is John. We have to protect her. So the the reasoning worked. The the actual writing of the movie worked. Um, also, to your point earlier, Carl, uh, James Cameron himself considers this a direct sequel to Judgment Day, and he says you can ignore 3, 4, and 5. Um, but, but he's never been a fan of those ones. He's very open about it, and he only ever watched them because of Arnie. Although Arnie's not in Salvation, but... Yeah. So he doesn't yeah. like Salvation. Uh, he he said he's not a fan of any of the sequels. This was before he made Dark Fate, so he'll probably say he's a he's a fan of Dark Fate. Um, but he was only a producer on Dark Fate, and he did a little bit of editing, mm. but that's all he did. He actually didn't write it, um, as I originally thought. So yeah, um, Tim Miller was the director. Yeah, Tim Miller, who yeah. did the uh, the original Deadpool. He actually was also a um a writer uh, on the movie mm. um him and a couple of other sci-fi writers so yes that's uh i oh, did sonic oh he did some work on sonic he's executive producer to miller yeah that's uh that's very interesting yeah sonic the Hedgehog. um yeah i i really liked gabriel luna in this i loved how i love the the evolution of the terminators um, I like it this one how you, he could separate from the actual endoskeleton. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was pretty wicked. Yeah, it was it was cool. It made for some really cool action scenes. Um, and even though yeah, uh, Linda Hamilton was over the top when she first showed up, that scene on the bridge is really fucking cool. Yeah. Mm. How she just gets out and blasts him with a shotgun, and he just fucking casually pulls out a rocket launcher and blasts the fucking <laughs> endoskeleton. That, that's, that's actually cool. that's when she says, "I'll be back." Ah. Yes, because yes, she goes down to check on him. That's cool. That's right. like, that, that's right. that you've, that, like you've just mentioned how um, adaptable like the 
the future like Cyberdyne slash Skynet to come with their robots. Like every single movie, the robots gotten better and better and better. Like yeah. it went from the real basic model T100 models to this Rev9 model that's like basically two in one. Um, uh, that's really cool part of the series they've kept together. So I've, I've really dug that. Yeah, yeah, uh, it makes sense too. Like mm. you know, if if the 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 humans keep thwarting your plan of course you're going to upgrade the shit you send back so it all it all like actually it does make sense and it all it all tracks yeah it, it ties in a eh? like because if the original yeah. judgment day happens the internet wasn't even that big and now mm. if it happens uh later like in 2017 like no one predicted the internet to be as big as what it was so it was quite cool how they um changed those things and this mm. to reflect yeah uh, society and shit now or well, technology not society yeah um interesting little little fact that this is the only time where the actor who played john connor was someone who had played him in a previous movie um because it was it was edward furlong again even though it was you know hologram edward furlong it's still he's still um credited as john connor because you go you go through them all. So it's Edward Furlong in two, uh, Nick Stahl in three, Christian Bale in Salvation, and Jason Clark in Genesis. It's always a different actor. So yeah, it's uh, it's quite an interesting little uh, little fact there. Um, the the I actually I don't know why. Like I thought the idea of of Arnie basically having a wife and adopted child is is, is pretty fucking <laughs> stupid like it's ridiculous like there's it's no like way she's method. not gonna figure out he's a fucking terminator now there's i no thought way. she was under the impression that she knew well he said they didn't know because yeah, uh, uh, linda hamilton sarah connor asks no no uh grace asks and he says no and then linda hamilton's like she hasn't noticed you weigh a thousand pounds and he says <laughs> our relationship isn't a physical one yeah yeah I, I don't know i think that's a bit of a, a cheap explanation uh, I, yeah I, I don't i like the idea that um him killing john connor and developing like remorse i i i quite like that um but that yeah that I just, I just i didn't like that part of it as sort of yeah a bit weak what i did like is the fact that he fucking he he sold drapes like that's hilarious to me. <laughs> like the scene where they go and they're waiting for the dude to bring the EMP and he's like and this guy wanted solid colored drapes for his baby's room and I said no you need balloons <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know why but I just found that scene so fucking hilarious like this is a yeah. fucking Terminator and he's talking about drapes and shit I don't know I just found that really funny well that's the thing of Arnie like. He's stupid shit funny, you know? Yeah. Like he's just that that guy, like you could give him something that's really dry and like the people other actors would be like, Oh yeah, that's not funny, but just because it's Arnie he can make it funny. Like him selling Grace as a Terminator is like yeah. fucking ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Did you yeah. guys know when he picked up the glasses and he didn't put them on? Yeah. Yeah. I thought, yeah, he he's gonna die for some reason and yeah, he ended up being right. <laughs> I was just like, nah, he's got to put the glasses on. He's, he decided his fate. He's like, mm. yeah. Not Although, funnily, funnily enough, he dies in all of them except for Jesse. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm, yeah. But, but that one you just know, like, yeah. he, he's, no, he's going out. 
yeah. he's putting the glasses like that that's yeah. his like retirement thing like yeah, he's yeah. putting them down for the last time yeah sort of thing yeah I don't know why I call that but yeah uh what do I see oh this is uh this is just another little little uh little fact this is the first movie where Linda Hamilton gets the top credit and Arnie is is billed as second star second lead Makes sense because she's even, she's in it through yeah. through the majority of it. Yeah, so. well, even in the first one, she's in it through the majority. But Arnie mm. was obviously the up and coming name, so mm. yeah. Mm. But um, yeah, I find that quite interesting. But yeah, I mean, obviously in T two, he's clearly the more dominant one over her. You'd even go Edward Furlong ahead of her. Yeah, in two. Yeah, the second one. Yeah. Um. Yeah. All right. Let's see. Anything? Any other thoughts before we move on to the next one? Nah, I'll cover it. Nah, all good. Pretty much covered it all. All right. Okay. Coming in at third place. I had it in third. Uh, Carl, you had it in fourth. Twain, I'm going to go to you first on this one because mm. you had this one in second place. Mm. Um, Terminator Salvation. Now, yeah. the interesting thing about this, this, this blows my mind. This one's got the second lowest Rotten Tomatoes critic score at 33%. I don't understand that. That means 67% of critics didn't like this movie. Even the audience score is only 54%. I don't understand it. I I don't get it. I really don't get it. So, uh, Twain, you have this above uh, one of the first two movies. I won't say which one just yet. But, um, yeah, why so so high on this? I mean, I I dig it too, but I'm just, yeah. Um, Just because, like, I think it delved into whole features. Like, each movie didn't go into, like, you know, like, it, each movie's like, oh, we've got to prevent it from him. But we never got to see what happens after Judgment Day. And in this, it clearly shows that the machines are dominating the human race. Like, and, like, I thought that was really cool for me just to see that perspective of it rather than just seeing, oh, you know, they're trying to... Mm you know, save the world before Judgment Day happens. Judgment Day's happened. We, you know, we've got to move on. Like, we've got to try and fight this war. And it just shows, like, it, I think Bale is really good in this. Like, he, he plays John Connor, like, the general to a T. Like, he's just dark. He's cold. Mm. He's calculated. You know, he's... You can tell that this John Connor's seen some shit. He's lost people that are important to him in his life. Like, he's just at this point where he's just a real cold individual. Like, he's almost a like the sense, like the way he acts towards his his peers and that. Mm. But um, I really dug that he was good in that. I did appreciate the um, Sam Worthington uh, plot line, like the hybrid yep. Terminator yep. thing. I thought that was a really cool twist in the movie, like how they it doesn't really say anything apart, you know, until like the very end of it that you know you find out that he's actually a part of he's part Terminator. And then like like I just really um. Shout out to all the the older movies like the Kyle Reese when Kyle Reese is like a teenager, you know, bringing him in, and then actually when Connor fights that OG term, you know, with Arnold, they used a body cap for Arnold. Like yes. I thought that was really cool that fight, that whole yeah. action scene. But then yeah, just like I really dug the whole like um, the future premise of it. Like I just really thought it was really well done. I don't understand why it's not like I guess people didn't like it because. Arnold wasn't in it, I suppose. Like he was, but not really. But I really, really like this one. Just and again, but this in Terminator One, it's not a big difference. But for me personally, it's just more on the plot side of it. Like I really wanted to know what happens in the future, and that's why I had it so high. Nice. 
yeah, it, it's uh, it, it's pretty fair. I agree with everything there. Uh, Carl, what are your what are your feelings on this? Because you had it in fourth. So. Yeah, so I still really liked it actually. Salvation, it, exactly for the reasons Twain said too. You got to delve into the into the future world. I like seeing the different types of machines too that Skynet had built, mm. um, especially like the the one that picked up all the humans and chucked it in the cage. Like that yeah. one was cool, man. And when they first, um, what's his name? What's Sam Worthington's? Uh, Marcus. 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 Marcus right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So when they were getting picked apart out in the in the desert there by Allo, um, yeah, I love that whole scene there. There's this big ass machine, like just seeing them pick off the guys making a run for it. Like mm. that was really cool. It's uh, cool yes. to see. It's cool to see like the uh, Kyle Reese and he's like him. And- the little girl like just trying to survive out there like yeah. that sort of thing stuck out to me like this is like a survival horror sort of thing where they're apocalyptic to, yeah, yeah they're just trying to live and you know fucking machines came spotting them and you know they're eating scraps and you know hiding in the most minute fucking places like that really you know that was a really good part for me yeah and the, the yeah the settings are really cool like they did mm. that really well mm. um especially out of yeah like, i like that part in the desert outside of la Mm. They get picked up. Then they had it down the um, Grand Canyon and stuff. That was pretty cool. It was down the Grand Canyon, wasn't it? I'm pretty sure it was. It looked like the Grand Canyon to me when they hit. Yeah, I, I would think so, but I'm not 100. percent They were flying the planes down. I think I think the casting was pretty spot on um, with this. Mm. I did like Christian Bale. I would have liked this actually seen Christian Bale like be the the older John Connor uh, throughout mm. the series. Mm. Um, he would have been way better than uh, what's his name in Genesis, Patrick, Jason uh, Clark. Jason Clark. No, yeah, Clark he, he would have been a hundred times better Bale in that role. Um, I'm not a big fan of Common <laughs> as an <No>. actor. <laughs> he sort of annoys me. As soon as I see him in any movie, I'm just like, ah, oh, stick to rapping, <laughs> man. Um, yeah, because he can rap pretty good, so just stick to rapping. But uh, yeah. Yeah, common, and he's always seems to be a freaking soldier or something. He's just nah. Yeah, yeah he, he is. He is always a soldier or a hitman. Yeah, yeah he's just John John Wick two spoken aces. He's a hitman. Um, yeah, he's always a soldier or a hitman. Yeah, he's just not it. You, you, you got to have a sort of certain like aura about you being a soldier. Mm-hmm. Like like Sam Worthington is like he's actually a better portrayal of a soldier. Like. Mm. Even though what well, was his main one, Avatar, but he he's just got that vibe, you know. Same with mm. Bale, they just they've got that. Um, I'm trying to think of some black actors too that would have been way better than Common, because um, they are out there. But even so Ice like, Cube, um, even Ice Cube or, would have been better. Like as a right hand, Common plays John's right hand man, so like it has to be someone tough. Like Fifty Cent, maybe if you're going to use a rapper. Like, yeah, Fifty Cent would have been better. Fifty Cent. If he brought his den of thieves character into it, yeah. like he's yeah, yeah, really got yeah. a den, den of thieves. Yeah, maybe something like that. I'm not. Yeah, Common sure. just doesn't strike me as a tough guy. Like you got to mm-hmm. have a sort of tough guy in mm-hmm. there. Like, like old yeah, school I'm... Wesley Snipes, like one of those dudes. You yeah, know? I, I, yeah, I'm trying to think of someone around this this time frame that that could have done it. Um, if this was made. You know, sort of a new. I, I don't actually. I don't know how old he would have been. Someone like a Michael B. Jordan. He might have needed to be a bit older, but mm. um, some someone like that could have pulled it off. But yeah, if if the age if the age was right, 
I think yeah. he would have been pretty pretty young when this came out. So yeah, I, I like been twenty. Yeah. Mm. I like Wayne's suggestion of, of fifty cent. Mm. Yeah. Just, um, thinking, just thinking because you know budget would be a bit tight because they all would have taken all the money, obviously. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So I yeah I like this for the same reason you guys do. This one, um, it, it wasn't ever going to overtake either of the first two for me, but the gap between this and Dark Fate, which I had in fourth. Uh, got wider. Um, I think Salvation is a clear third place for me. Uh, again, for the reasons you said, this is the only one where we get to see the future. Apart from Genesis had little little spurts there, but this is one's the one set in it. This was meant to be an, a, a trilogy, mm. um, and it failed at the box office. So they they canned that idea. It was again a shame. Um, yeah, Arnie couldn't wanted to be in this one, but. He was actually the he was the governor and he was in the midst of it, so he couldn't couldn't escape for this one. Um, I really like yeah. I thought this is Sam Worthington's best performance. I, he's not a guy I've really been a fan of. I didn't like him in Avatar. I didn't really like Avatar at all. Um, but he was really good in this. Um, I and I like I what I liked this one again references a lot of the like the first film. So for example. Um, Marcus shows Kyle Reese, who's played by Anton Yelchin, um, how to hide a shotgun in your sleeve. Mm. And that's exactly how Michael Bean does it in the first movie. So it's sort of, yeah. yeah, So it's sort of like, you know, it's a reference to that, but it, it helps with the, with the storyline as well. Um, interestingly, originally John Connor was only going to be a very minor character in this. Uh, and it was all going to be about Marcus and Kyle Reese. And then Christian Bale signed on to be John Connor. So they're like, okay, we better rewrite this whole thing. <laughs> um, <laughs> and one of the credited writers is actually Jonathan Nolan, which is Christopher Nolan's brother. Yeah. Well, okay. no, actually, no, no. Bale asked him to rewrite it, but it got canned because of the writer's strike. So he was an uncredited writer on the movie. Yeah. So, um, yeah, another thing I, I, I found, I, I agree with you on Common too. I didn't like him in this. I do like him in, I like him in Smoking Aces and I like him in John Wick too, but I didn't like him in this. Uh, I wonder if it's just the role. There wasn't enough for him to do. Yeah. Like it's a very, Maybe. it's a very minor yeah. role for, for a guy who you automatically go, oh, that's Common. He's going to be doing some cool shit in this. And he doesn't do anything. He he yells at the chick who frees uh, Marcus and that's pretty much all he does in the whole movie. Hmm. Um and Bryce Dallas Howard as as Kate Brewster. I thought Kate Brewster was too minor of a character for this, considering how important she was for three. Yeah, um, yeah. That was one and, of my um, mm. nitpicks with it too, just given yeah. how influential she ends up becoming in John's life. It didn't seem like she was on screen that much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like as um, so originally they wanted Claire Danes back, and she said, "No, nah, I'm good." And then they cast Charlotte Gainsbourg, who I'm not familiar. I know the name, but I can't think of what she's in. But then she's like, oh, i got to drop out. So they got Bryce Dallas Howard last minute. I think Bryce Dallas Howard was actually pregnant during the mm. filming of this. Yeah. But maybe maybe that's why she didn't have, have much to do. I don't, I'm, I'm not too sure. I can't find any information on that. She looked pregnant. So, yeah. But although wasn't she meant to the whole... The whole premise from three was that she was her and John were going to have the baby that saved the world or something. So maybe it was yeah. just a play on that. 
but yeah, I'm not, I'm not too sure. Um, yeah, I, I just I, I like the. I think there's there's a lot of CGI in this, but I didn't think it was as overkill as as Genesis or, or Dark Fate. I still think there's some good practical effects in here. Um, the one thing that I think holds this back is I don't think McGee is a good director. Like you get the director who directed two Charlie's Angels movies, and yeah. it just yeah, it's like man, if you if you got a, like a like a real director. Like, I mean, if, fuck, if James Cameron did this, like, it would be incredible. Yeah, because it could bring yeah. his vision to, like, mm. his whole storyboard that I, I assume that he created when he created the first two movies to life, like, the whole future setting. He could have just, you know, brought it to life. Yeah, I'm with that. Like, it just, it didn't, like, even though the world was cool and everything, like, it just didn't seem like it was well fleshed out enough, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I did. I also I really liked Anton Yelchin um, as, yeah. as Kyle Reese, and yeah, no, nah, it's a shame, man. He has taken from us way too early. Mm. Oh, is he? Is he dead? He, he, he died. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had a fucking her car. His his car like um, the brakes failed, and like his car crushed him. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, like real fucked up. He was only young too, man. He would have been twenty-seven. Yeah, he wouldn't have even been thirty. Yeah, twenty-seven. Oh shit. Yeah. Yeah, man, and he's he he is an actor who was really good in everything he was in that I saw. Um, yeah, so he died age twenty seven. He would only be thirty two now. Yeah, he oh, was. Wow. He, he did play Kyle Reese. Did the role justice? Out that was one of my favorite parts was his his yeah. portrayal of the of the role. Um, did you guys enjoy the twist with this, or was that something yes. that? Yeah. Okay. I, I did. Yeah, sure. yeah. 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 No, I did. I, I really did. Um. That. Uh, yeah. That was sort of what I alluded to at the start. Is mm. that they all try something different. Mm. Um. And yeah, that that sort of that worked for me. I also liked the how they uh, the the actual the world that um I will give McGee credit. The world that they created is is quite believable as mm. a as a um a post apocalyptic world. And they held him up with like a fucking car engine and shit. That was cool. Mm. When, yeah. when you say the twist too, because there's sort of two, isn't there? One that he is a cyborg, and two that he, um, I, I suppose that isn't as much as a twist, but he uh, overcomes the machine part of it to be the human and mm. and do the hu- and do what a human would do rather than what Skynet does. But I'm, I'm mm. assuming you you mean as a cyborg is the twist. yeah yeah the yeah. Thing, yeah. When they when they first reveal it, when he after he gets uh, hit by the, because they they hint at it with the landmines moving, yeah, because they're magnetic, they sort of hint at it there, mm. and then obviously one catches him, and that's yeah that that reveal I thought was really well done. Yeah, I liked it. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I think for for Christian Bale performances, I think this is maybe one of his weaker ones, but even his weaker ones are still really really good. Mm. Um, but I, I would go as far as saying Sam Worthington was better than Christian Bale in this movie. I could, yeah, I can go to that too. Which is, um, yeah, yeah, I would, I would have never picked it. Um, but also, uh, Christian Bale was famously a huge asshole on the set of this movie. Yeah. Um, this is the one where I don't know if you know, but there was a, a recording came out of him fully berating um, a staff member. Yeah. It was it was a yeah director of photography who yeah. apparently every time he had to shoot an intense scene they were adjusting the lights and he goes off like full on like ten minute um, tirade full of swearing and yeah just 
absolutely yelling down this person. Um, yeah, and and also he he actually said to McGee's face, he said, "This is the quote: Nothing in your filmography. This is this is when he signed on, but he was trying to get a new director. So he said to McGee's, I'll give him credit. He said it to his face." Nothing in your filmography suggests that you have what it takes to do this movie properly. I, mean, I, I agree. <laughs> it's like, he's not wrong. Tell him um, the truth. Yeah. But, and then uh, McGee convinced him. He said, you know, like, why don't you give me a chance to evolve as a director? And then after the movie, McGee, uh, Bale said that McGee reason it didn't work out. So, <laughs> he still works. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he also said the script wasn't fantastic. Um, probably he, he said Jonathan Nolan's rewrite was amazing, but they couldn't use it because of the writer's strike or something like that. We turned it down three times. I'm reading here, and then finally took it. Yeah, bail. Yeah, yeah, he just, yeah. He wouldn't do it, and then finally took it on. So the money. Yeah, yeah, I guess you know if your heart's not in there, the performance yeah. isn't going to be in it as well. Yeah, yeah. like you said, kind of sad, but yeah, same wording with the with the man in this. Yeah, yeah. Him and Elton, Anton Yelchin. I, I yeah. actually really I liked their scenes a lot more um, mm. than than Bale's. But I think a lot of that is because their scenes were the intended, initially intended scenes, whereas Bale's were rewritten because he mm. came aboard and they had to get him more work. So I think I think that's the sort of reasoning um, behind it. Why? Let's just quickly here. Why do you guys think it failed so bad? Is it because there's actually no Arnie and there's no actual Terminator? Like, I would say that's the me personally. I would say to me, for me, that having no Arnie probably hurt it a lot because but, you know it's just like having an you know a Marvel movie without Iron Man or whatever. Um, he was the face of the frame. You know, he was even though he was technically in it at the he wasn't, so I guess that yeah. probably hurt it the most. But like I said to you guys before, like I really, really enjoyed it. Like I don't understand why yeah. it got as much hate that it did. It was, I thought it was a pretty mm. well done movie. Yeah. yeah, I don't know why it failed in cinemas. Like Christian Bale just came off The Dark Knight. This is mm. his movie after The Dark Knight. Oh, it, shit. Yeah. It, it should have been way bigger. Um, it did have a massive budget. When I said before that Terminator 3 was the highest budgeted independent movie, that was only until this movie came out. So this mm. had a budget of $200 million. Um, I don't know how much of that went to Christian Bale. I'm going to see if I can find that. Um, but it did make money. Worldwide, it made $371 million. But obviously, that's not as much as studios like to see, especially when... You know, T two just printed money. Yeah. You know, so they sort of they wanted that, and what they got was mild profits. Uh, I guess that was enough for them to cancel the the trilogy. That and probably Christian Bale being an asshole on the set <laughs> probably probably didn't help. He has since apologized, but mm. yeah, no. Um, at at the time, I I can imagine a lot of people not wanting to work with him again. Um, I just. Just wanted to touch on one thing. Um, we were speaking about Sam Worthington before. Why do you mm. guys think he didn't kick on? Because like he does this and Avatar in this year, and those are, like Avatar, even though I it's 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 massive. Yeah, but yeah. He doesn't he doesn't kick after this. Like he does Clash of Titans, which okay, 
They um, probably and, thought that was going to be bigger as well. It just, it just hasn't, like, I thought nine ten like, he was going to be the next big action star because it seemed mm. like every movie I watched in that era, um, it just he never, it never seemed to kick on for him after that. Yeah, it, it could be uh, casting, like, uh, decisions, like, taking roles that he shouldn't have. Like, after mm. Clash of the Titans, which, yeah, was... was advertised as a major movie it didn't it didn't quite work it was shit I hated yeah. It. yeah there you go <laughs> <laughs> um yeah after that he had a movie called the debt uh i'm not sure that texas killing fields is a small action movie um man on a ledge is actually really underrated that's not a bad movie at all but it's not a big movie and then he did the sequel wrath of the titans um sabotage should have been bigger but it just wasn't very good with with arnie that was arnie's sort of comeback mm. um yeah, and I, yeah, he just did like he's been in movies, Hacksaw Ridge, Everest. Um, yeah, I, I couldn't, I couldn't tell you. I think he's he's not a Jai Courtney, like he can act, <laughs> but I just I don't I don't know why he never. Maybe there's but, just not a thing as an action star these days. Like, who was the like the Stallones and Arnies and. I mean, yeah, like Jason I guess Statham, if, even if, you know, like if, who was the big action yeah, star these days? That's that's right. If you look at if you look at the action stars, the guys you consider action stars, they're all guys in their fifties. Yeah, like Keanu. You just, you just listed. Yeah, it's Keanu Reeves, it's Jason Statham, it's the Rockets, Vin Diesel. Those are the ones. Mm, it's even like Liam Neeson. Just yeah, you know. yeah, who's in his who's in his fucking seventies? Yeah. So there's not really, uh, you know, they've tried it with certain guys, like Scott Atkins hasn't quite caught on, even though he's got a couple of really good movies. Um, they tried all of Gerard Butler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, he's, he's got some good movies too, but he's he just, I think Gerard Butler, He, I think he's actually said he even enjoys making shit movies. He doesn't care. Oh. But that's why he does, he does things face, like nah. fucking Geo, <laughs> Geostorm. <laughs> Hey man. Oh no, it was he was really good in Dead Space. But I, he was I, I'm just giving you shit. I was just gonna say he goes for <laughs> he it was, in that movie. He, he, was, like, he was awesome actually. Oh he's not like I wouldn't say that he goes for it. Like he's just yeah, fucking yeah. he's it's like he was drinking a lot on the set. He was happily <laughs> eating all the food he could, but like I just remember he was around this time as well, him and Weddington, and they really tried to push those but just never I think Butler reason. actually Butler actually became sort of a not an A list but like a B plus list. B plus, star. yeah. He yeah, he yeah. was the guy you'd go to if if uh, Vin Diesel turned it down yeah, type thing. Yeah, because he started uh, doing shit like um, Aniston and like fucking. Yeah, he did. He did a few romantic comedies for a yeah, while. Yeah, he did the the Bounty Hunter and uh, something else. Although in saying that, oh, Tom Hardy would be an action star these days. Um, but Tom Hardy also did his uh, romant romantic comedies. He did that one with Reese Witherspoon um this means war yeah but yeah i don't know i think yeah maybe people don't want to pigeonhole themselves these days perhaps mm-hmm. um but in saying that sam worthington's going to be fine because he's got four avatar sequels worth of money coming his way yeah he'll be sure well, he's in all four of the sequels oh if they blemish them <laughs> yeah, two, two and three two and three are in post-production and they're filming four and five right now oh wow so they Maybe film them just... ahead of time, and then they do all the editing and shit. So, so Avatar two comes out next year, and then it's every two years as a sequel. Yeah, well, I'm gonna be ready a... to get paid. <laughs> I'm gonna be a sucker for those two. I, I like the original, but I saw that in 3D at the movies. Yeah, so did I. I just didn't. I didn't. Oh, I, I thought it was. It. I thought it looked mind blowing. 
but the story is just shit you've seen. Like it's it's dances yeah. with wolves. I know what you mean. Yeah. Um, and they can't rely on the technology for these sequels because all the technology's caught up to them. Yeah. So that's I'm I'm wondering what they're going to rely on. And uh, I mean, uh, one sequel, cool, but no one's asking for four fucking sequels, man. That's weird, eh? Like, <laughs> yeah. Let's do four. <laughs> and and like James Cameron was one of the best action directors in the 80s and 90s and he gave up the second half of his career for five avatar movies it's it's weird they they might they might end up being incredible and i i'll you know i'll be wrong and i'll admit it but i just i don't see the appeal i i will watch two in the cinema i'll definitely go and see two but if that sucks i'm i'm bailing i'm not seeing it. <laughs> yeah no, i'm with you Adam. i like it was it was fine like visually it was like yep. a pretty movie to watch but like you said story was a bit bland and like, you know half the time i didn't really understand it was pre- what was going it on. was predictable yeah but it was, it was quite lazy too like the the metal they couldn't obtain was called unobtainium <laughs> <laughs> like fucking come on man <laughs> hey, you don't know what the future's like man and just <laughs> yeah but I, I, do, I give him credit on the world he created he's obviously got a very great mind for creating these worlds and shit i mean he did it with terminator obviously and and the avatar world is really cool too um mm. just the, i i didn't like the story at all but yeah um yeah so any any other thoughts on salvation before we move on to the the top two underrated new people shit on it for no yeah. reason at yeah, all i agree i i do not understand why people hate this so much i don't get it normally with a movie that that is hated that i like uh, an example that comes to my mind is Space Jam. Mm-hmm. I get it. Even though I don't agree, I get it. I don't get it with Salvation. Mm. I don't get it at all. Yeah. I, can, I can understand it being like middle of the road, but people hate it. Like they hate it. Yeah, I, don't, I can't see the hate. I, it's, you know, it's not yeah. quite on the level of like Die Hard 5 um, <laughs> level of hate, but that's, that's deserved for the record. That movie sucks ass. Yeah. But this movie gets so much hate and i don't understand yeah Yeah. i I don't i don't understand it it's a cool action movie it gives you a new setting for a terminator sequel the world is well done the the casting is is mostly good the acting is mostly good like you've got a star at the time in christian bale it just i don't i don't get it i i honestly think if they had if james cameron directed this i might have had it above my second movie Mm. maybe i would i would yeah uh, uh, potentially <laughs> potentially it's but a damn would, good action movie it's a damn good action movie yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't understand i don't understand mm. all right moving on before i go off into a way too big a rant well, we're already <laughs> talking about avatar sequels yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um coming in at number two now carl you and i had this in second place twain you had this in third uh it's the original 1984 the terminator yeah so this one's interesting so this one the critics this is the only one with a perfect critic score 100 percent. oh wow perfect and, yeah and the audience score of 89 percent. um so what i love about this one personally is that it is a slasher movie there is more action in it than i initially remembered um but i wouldn't call it an action first and foremost i'd call it a sci-fi slasher 
it, it has all the all the meaning all the makings of a slasher movie you know you've got uh linda hamilton plays the final girl and you have this unstoppable monster who's just killing everyone who gets in his way like it's yeah um interestingly this is set the terminator is set eight years from where we are right now <laughs> so we're, we're we're eight years from uh from from sending people back to the past to to kill people we don't like. Hey, it still might happen. So, yeah, I could I could I could use that. Well, if you ask Siri about them, she doesn't know what you're talking about. Hey, hey, hey. hey. Yeah, they oh, yeah, out I'm, here. Hey, I'm telling you guys, I can ask her what Skynet is, and she's very vague on what it is. I'll stick to my I'll stick to my Android, man. <laughs> um. So. Uh, Twain, why? I mean, I, we we just went over why you like Salvation and why we all mm. like Salvation. Is do you still do you still hold this one in high regard? Yes, it, yeah, absolutely. Um, it, I wasn't the reason why I had uh, was just purely and simply because of the setting. Um, this is fucking this is an awesome movie. Like I really really enjoy this movie, but I just like the setting of the future that was more appealing to me um, personally. Um, like you said, it's a slasher movie. It's not an action movie. Like he fucking stalks the shit out of it. Like it's Michael, a robotic Michael Myers. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, he's he just goes through the whole movie and like I remember watching it for the first time and I'm like, what? it's you know because I'm one of the people that I don't know if you guys were the same too, but I watched two before. Yeah, I didn't, same here. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I would have. Yeah, one. I didn't mm-hmm. watch one initially because I was a bit on the younger side and I watched one and I was like this is way different to two. Like, it's not even a, like, it's a horror movie, like, basically. Just going around fucking stalking the shit out of her and then, like, you know, the Carl Reese thing, you know, comes in and tries to save her and the damsel in distress and then you see how her character from one develops into what she is in two. Like, it's fucking night and day. Like, she played her role, her two roles really well, but in this, like, it's hard to imagine them as a damsel in distress given that what she becomes in Number two, and then Arnie, like this is fucking jacked Arnie. Mm. <laughs> he's like, yeah, I mean, he's like coming off Conan, Mr. Universe, and yeah, all that shit. He's like, the 70s, on, yeah. on. this is like, I I don't know if you guys will agree with this analogy, but it's like that center in basketball that you can tell he's really, really, really fucking talented, but he just hasn't figured it out yet. Like he, he's yeah. like, it's sort of like he's just. He's like a first year, second year. He can do some good things. He's Carl Anthony Towns. Oh, even a bit too high. I was thinking maybe <laughs> he's eight like, before the playoffs. Yes. Time Lord. Yeah, yeah. Eight, <laughs> eight before the playoffs. Like you can tell there's talent there. You can see that there's fucking potential, but it's just not quite hatched out. Hmm. And you know, you watch him, and then it's like, what is that? Fifteen lines in the movie? Is that fourteen? Fourteen. 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 Like you can tell it's. It's not quite there, but he plays the role really, really well. Like I remember reading, it's supposed to be the Kyle Reese role. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then I was now, now that he watched, yeah. it, he wouldn't have suited at this time. He wasn't as fleshed out as an actor yeah. as he should have been. But yeah, now this is a fucking movie. Like there is some cool action scenes. There's some terrifying scenes, like the nightclub scene. Fuck. Yeah, that's <laughs> fucking that's shocking. But yeah, I love this movie. That I prefer the Salvation Story for the future setting rather than number one. Um, yeah, the, uh, the also speaking of the spookier scenes, the scene where he breaks into Linda Hamilton's roommate's 
uh, the the house where 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 Linda Hamilton's uh, Sarah Connor's got the staying. headphones on. Yeah, yeah, she's got the headphones on, and he's fucking up the boyfriend. <laughs> and then she, yeah, like he goes for her too. Like, yeah, really well done, really like intense and terrifying. Um, and there's a car chase scene uh, when when Kyle Reese after the nightclub. Mm. Um, that was like really, even though you you know we all know he's not getting her. It's just it's still like enough to make you sit on the edge of your seat and be like, what the fuck? Get yeah. away from him type thing is is yeah. awesome. Um, yeah. Well, I think like Arnie's performance in this is I think is genius casting him as as a robot. Like mm. because yeah, like you said, the acting ability wasn't there yet. Um, but that's not to say he wasn't committed to the role. So I just read he worked with guns every day for a month. Um, he would uh, strip weapons and and re uh, reassemble them blindfolded uh, with both hands, so he could do like it was, he wanted it to be automatic, like a robot. Um, and he'd go to the shooting range and and shoot without blinking or looking at the weapons at all. The, like just all, all, yeah, 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 yeah. He he would actually like yeah make it like a robot which i think is is really cool and it, it, it definitely came across in his performance like you might think oh acting like a robot that's easy but uh, mm. i don't think it actually would be like it really suited him in this for sure it was it's the perfect role for him like and you sort of see that difference between here and uh predator like yeah what was that like four years after this Three, uh, 87. Three years, yeah, yeah, three years after. So it's night and day. It's night and day yeah. acting, and then mm. that's why I brought up the basketball analogy because it's like yeah. I feel it's a little bit on. Um, it's perfect because it's like that, you know, that really good big man that you know you can tell that he's got all the skills and all the talent, but it's not quite there yet. But then three years down the track, he it's fully fleshed out. He's fucking yeah. all all NBA first teamer by then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And to to stick with the basketball analogy, the a year later he was made his first All Star team, but he still had it. He still had a higher ceiling for Commando. Yeah, like, he was he was great in Commando, like delivering yeah. all the what you know. Yeah, uh, what, what is it? Um, let off some steam, Bennett. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love he be, Commando. He be, he became the like the the guy for the one liners like for a yeah. long time. He was the guy with the one liners. Yeah. And like yeah. every time he was in a different movie, like you'll get three or four, five different ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah, uh, each each role after this, they sort of tested his ability a bit more. So after that, he had Raw Deal. He wasn't great in Raw Deal. Um, yeah, he was like playing an undercover. There's like, how are you not going to know that dude's a cop? Like he's fucking huge. You can't go undercover. But uh, uh, then he went in as Dutch and Predator. Um, also the Running Man in '87. He was really good in that. Uh, mm. Red Heat in in 88 that's one of arnie's most underrated roles red heat yeah. really cool buddy cop movie uh and twins as well and then total recall in 1990 uh and then kindergarten cop you know um it's not the duma and then <laughs> obviously he had grown enough where james cameron's like hey you know we can we can make you the star of this thing make you really fucking cool mm. um and yeah it uh yeah went on to went on to oh. judge I was going to bring it up in the T2 side because obviously, you know, we've got it all, you mm. know, where, where we have it. But is there not a greater run of, or like, just as, like, a pure actor mm. than that run of movies right up until, like, you said, you've got Predator, 
got Running Man, you've got Total Recall, you've got Twins, then you get T1. Those five movies in a row are pulled up against any five of any actor of it's, any generation. Yeah, we've we've had this discussion before, and yeah. uh, it's it's definitely one of the better runs. And I'm I, I can't remember we did come up. I think Stallone had a very similar run. Bruce uh, Willis had a good was, run around yeah. the same time. Yeah, Stallone was smashing out Rockies and Rambo's in the same year. So he had a he had a really good run. And then yeah, yeah, Bruce Willis was doing um yeah, diehards and, and shit like that as well. So there, there there's a few, but it's it's a pretty fucking impressive run. Just like as just as a totality of like, you know, five, yeah. six, seven movies. Like yeah. you could even chuck in like Last Action or and True yeah. Lies, because I'll take yeah. True Lies to my grave. Mm. That's a fucking movie, True Lies. Like he's yeah. really good in True Lies. Yeah, um, I mean, and, yeah, well, you definitely can add them, because Last yeah. Action Hero was the year after Terminator 2, no, two years yeah. after, um, but it was his next movie, and then the year after that was True Lies. Yeah, so, so like, you yeah. can, seven movies, like a seven movie run where they're all fucking blockbuster after blockbuster after blockbuster, Yeah. like, I just, you can't, I don't, I personally see there's no one that comes close to that kind of run. Yeah, Yeah, man, I, yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to think of a more recent one rather than 80s uh, action hero type. Uh, Will Smith comes to mind. I don't agree yeah. that his movies are great, but they were always number one in the box office. I think he holds the record for most consecutive number ones at the box office. Um, so, Bad he, Boys. You know, yeah, Bad Boys. Uh, yeah, Men in Black. Men in Black. Uh, Wild Wild West was a number Wild one, even though it was, you know, not the best. And the one uh, with Hackman, the Gene Hackman. Yeah, enemy, enemy of the enemy State. Back, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Men, in, Men in Black 2. Hang on, I'm just bringing up his... Oh, what the fuck have I done? Uh, I'm bringing up Will Smith. Suit of Happiness and uh, I Am Legion, but that's probably later later in the yeah, run. I'm trying to remember when his run... I think his run actually ended with... Uh, it was after Pursuit of Happiness. It might have been um, uh, Seven Pounds, maybe. Hmm. Hang on, let me, let me have a look here. Let me have a look. Let me have a look. Okay. So we got, yeah, Bad Boys, Independence yeah. Day, Men in Black, Enemy of the State, Wild Wild West, Ali, Men in Black 2, mm, Bad Boys Ali. 2, iRobot, Shark Tale, which isn't good, but it was it was a big hit, Hitch, which wasn't good, but it was a big hit, The Pursuit of Happiness, I Am Legend, Hancock, and I think Seven Pounds is where it ended. Like that's I still, like, I still like, I like Arnie's run better. Yeah, so do yeah, I. But, but yeah. it's a big run too. But it's it's definitely one you can compare it to. Mm. Uh, but yeah, I I also agree. I like Arnie's the movies and Arnie's more. Um, even though yeah, the, the Will Smith, I don't, I I think he's forgotten as as uh, as big as he was. I mean, that's a discussion for another pod. But you know, Will Will Smith was the biggest movie star on the planet for a long time. Yeah. It was, 2000s, big, yeah. it was a big deal, and I'm sure you guys remember, it was a big deal when Will Smith started swearing. Like, it was a thing. Yes. <laughs> like, when he, when yeah, he came out of Prince yeah. into Bad Boys, like, yeah. it was a thing that, it was like, oh, shit, Will Smith's saying yeah. F and this and that. Yeah. Like, it wasn't, it was something that we never, you know, comprehended with him. And, like, the funny thing with Bad Boys is, like, he wasn't even the fucking main star. He was a co-star. Yeah. Martin Long <laughs> was billed as the main, but then, yeah. obviously, you could tell that, again, with our basketball analogy, you could tell that it was, you know, fucking the rookie season of Luka Doncic happening right in front of our eyes. We couldn't, you know, we, we were just not things to see it at that time. Yeah. Yep. 
Um, I just read a very interesting fact about the original Terminator. It made me uh, uh, chuckle a little bit as well. It, the, now, now, just take in all of this, okay? O.J. Simpson was considered for the Terminator role, but the producers, <laughs> but the producers feared he was too nice. He was feared. The producers feared he was too nice to be taken seriously as a cold-blooded killer. Oh well. Oh well. Yeah. If you <laughs> if you remember, he used to do sideline for the NFL when he finished his playing career. He was massive, it, man. He OJ. was massive. Like, he was like legit one of like you know how Hollywood is with African American people. Like mm. at that time, they were never putting them on TV or yeah. giving them a yeah. shot. OJ was on everything: commercials, TV. Like he was on Johnny Carson, he was doing like he was, it was like big time, massive. Yeah. And then on top of that, he you know Hall of Fame NFL player. Like he wasn't just a good player; he was a fucking NF Hall of Famer. Like he was massive. But that's funny that you bring it because he ended up doing the Terminator thing for real ten years later. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's, Why didn't he just use the excuse he was sent from the future? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dominated the NFL. Yeah, Skynet. <laughs> I'm going to be in Terminator um, 3. You can go on Twitter 20 years <laughs> later or whenever. I years. Actually, uh, bring in, bring in up, <laughs> bringing up uh, OJ Simpson just reminded me of um, one of my favorite comedians, Norm MacDonald, who passed away. Uh, yeah, he uh, he would always, he got fired from Saturday Night Live because the, the executive was good jokes. friends with O.J. Simpson, <laughs> and he kept. They the guy told him stop making jokes about O.J. Simpson, and uh, Norm Macdonald just doubled down on it, so they fired him. Stop those guns. Yeah, so it, there's a there's a very famous clip at the the ESPYS where Norm Macdonald hosted, and uh, he's talking. He's like, yeah, Charles Woodson just had a good season. He's the first defensive player to win the Heisman, and they can never take that away from you unless you murder your wife and a waiter. <laughs> <laughs> and you just this is on ESPN and like everyone's face just drops. Drops. It's, yeah. It's fucking Great. hilarious. It's so good. <laughs> um I think one thing that we always need to touch on when we talk about uh one of the movies this guy's in, uh, Michael Bean. Yes. Aliens. He, yeah. yeah, like fucking he's been in so many massive movies. Uh, well, not so many, but the movies he was in were massive. So obviously, The Terminator as Kyle Reese, Aliens as Corporal Hicks. He was in The Abyss as well, which was um, a massive movie, pretty underrated. Uh, and, yeah, I was just about to say, probably uh, yeah. my favorite performance of him yeah. is Johnny Ringo John, in Tombstone. Um, yeah. The Rock. And he was in The Rock as well, yep. yeah. Uh, um, and then he just sort of fell off, did a There's whole a bunch movie. of garbage. Um, it's one of my personal favorites. It, it didn't do well, or it wasn't a smash or anything. But he was in a movie with um, Wesley Smash called Out of War, and yep. that's he was really fucking good in that as well. So, yep. like you I've said, like that, he, yeah, he, it, he's really good in that. But mm. um, he just always pops up in these movies, and you're just like, yeah. oh, I didn't even know Michael Bean was in this. Like, I just, I just, I honestly forgot until you know we did the Aliens part that he was actually in Aliens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Like how many big movies he was in in the eighties and nineties. And uh, Robert Rodriguez's Planet Terror too. Mm. Yep, yep. So he, um, yeah. Apparently he had uh, issues with with booze. So uh, he 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 followed the uh, the Christian Slater career path. 
Mm, that's why. Yeah, he was in Grindhouse. Yeah, yeah, Planetary, yeah. Um, yeah. And yeah, he he voiced all the Alien games. He voiced as Hicks. Yeah, he was, he actually was so the, good as Hicks, man. He, he, he was, was, yeah, yeah, man. yeah. Like, and, and he was so good as, as as Kyle yeah. Reese, yeah, and mm. as um, Johnny Ringo. Like, the dude was he should have been a massive star, man. Like it's it's crazy that it just didn't didn't work out for him. And he, yeah, he never really takes a break. He just the quality of his work drops off. He goes from, you know, some of the biggest movies ever to, you know, no no disrespect to him, but to in B movies with Wesley Snipes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. Um, yeah. There's one other thing he did too, but um, it's more on it was on the video game side. Uh, uh, the Far Cry Three um, downloadable. Content, yeah, the, which is Blood Dragon. Blood Dragon, which is considered like one of the best DLCs ever made, and he was pretty much the face of that. You he you get to play him in the or like his character in DLC, which is based on Kyle Reese. And yeah, Terminator. Like yeah, he was. That's a really good um thing that he does as well. He also he, appeared in an episode of The Mandalorian. I don't remember that. I have to rewatch that. the The final episode, actually. Hmm. He played he, a character called Lang. Oh, it's your voice. I don't I don't remember that at all. I'm just looking at his IMDB. Just going back to the Terminator, like yeah. he is by far the best actor. Like Yeah, yeah, in terms Hamilton. of actual acting, yeah. yes, hundred percent. He just mm. I don't know, and in his role in Hicks too is quite similar to me in Aliens as as in uh the Terminator as Kyle Reese. Like he just shows a side of humanity yep. which is like and like all in the 80s like technology and they're like looking into the future and stuff and he still shows that you know like even with all this technology and what goes on there's still the human side to things and i think he sort of portrays that really well yeah and 100%. um there's always like and going to back to dark fate when um arnie you know tries to become a human that he still says he's missing that element mm-hmm. and and you can go right back to the original terminator which kyle reese portrays you know like yeah so to me that's a that sort of keeps yep. that theme it's sort of like the matrix too has still got that theme like give the human whatever it is human emotion or whatever spirit or soul or whatever you want to call it still will reign supreme even though when the machines take over mm. you know so yeah he, he i think he just portrays that really well and same with aliens you know like yeah they've met an alien race and like no humans will still overcome it mm. so yeah i think yeah. He, he's sort of like the figurehead for that for me and and these two franchises so mm. more he, than linda hamilton and sigourney weaver he's I feel like in Terminator 1, he's the most crucial part of that movie. Like, Absolutely. He's yeah. like the whole reason why that movie works is because of the way he portrays the Kyle Reese um, character. Because like obviously you've got the Arnie, like the robot thing, but then Linda Hamilton is like the, you know, quote unquote damsel in distress. And he he's the reason why that movie is so good because of the way he portrays, like you said, Kyle, he, he brings that humanity that, that, that desperation for the movie that desperately mm. needed. Yeah, man. Real underrated actor, eh? Yeah, I didn't yeah. realise how good he was until mm. like going back and yeah. rewatching it now. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I agree completely. And that that's part of my 
uh, bewilderment as to why he didn't become a bigger star. Although, yeah, I mean, the booze, I guess that's what it was. <laughs> but, do it to you. Yeah, yeah. But it, it's a shame he didn't become a star. I mean, there are plenty of actors who did have a booze problem and still became a massive star. So mm. it's um, it's, it's just a shame he, he wasn't one of them because I completely agree. He he brought something that you can't teach to his roles and that, yeah, the not not a, yeah, the, the humanity is the best way to describe it. I was going to say vulnerability, but I don't think that's quite it. But it is a little bit. Mm. You know, this guy knows what's going to happen in the yeah. future. And, and, just brings that desperation. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just one, one more quick thing on Michael Bean. Um, that he was the inspiration. The Kyle Reese character was the inspiration for the Metal Gear Solid series, Solid Snake. He was. Oh no shit. He, yeah. Um, the Hideo Kojima, the creator, made the Solid Snake character after the character Kyle Reese in Metal Gear, and he was supposed to be voicing Metal Gear, oh, Solid Snake in the first Metal Gear, but he couldn't due to schedule conflict. Yeah. Just a little bit of a little bit of ties there. it into one of your what, favorite um game franchises. What schedule conflicts would he would have? Would yeah, he have I'd, I'd, <laughs> I'd, I'd go to the bar. Yeah, I was just gonna say, yeah, going to the bar. Yeah, can't yeah. can't do it because I'm drinking. Well, it ended up being yeah. fine without him. So. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, no, it, it's um, yeah, I kind of I kind of wish he had more, but I guess maybe because he didn't have more, maybe we appreciate him more in these roles. Mm. Yeah. For sure. yeah, this one. And, and I think well, he wasn't my favourite part of Tombstone he was my second favourite part of Tombstone but that's because Val Kilmer's performance in Tombstone literally one of my favourite performances in any movie ever mm. Val Kilmer yeah. in Tombstone is fucking incredible Yes. yeah I've got to do a rewatch of Tombstone yeah yeah we got to we got to figure out a, a pod around uh, best performances in movies or something like that Anyway, we all know we all know what number one is. We all we all voted at number one. I don't think there was any doubt even from the get go. Uh, it's Terminator Two, Judgment Day, one of if not it is my pick as the best action movie of all time. Um, it's really fucking incredible. It's so ahead of its time. Yes, absolutely, and it still holds up so well. Yeah. So I was about to say that it holds up to like you can chuck it on now and like you know with some movies. 80s, 90s, you watch them and you're like, oh, a cringe or yeah, you know, it doesn't, yeah, that's, doesn't that's fit in. Age well. Yeah, as you say you watch... about the Star Wars twin. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah, that, that's a that's a whole thing I have an issue. I don't like that opinion. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's yeah, we'll save that for another time. Yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like you chuck you chuck teeth, it's like it's, it's it feels like you're 92 again. Like it just yeah. doesn't even age. Like. Yeah. That first scene when he like just walks in on the bike and he's like, I need your clothes, your, your boots yeah. and all that shit. <laughs> yeah. It's like just from the jump, it's like, what is on? And then like you you get to the part where like, if, I don't know if you guys first maybe 10, 20 minutes, you sh- sort of don't know like what his buzz is. Like, you know, obviously yes. if you watch the first yeah. one, you don't yeah. know if he's coming like, you yeah. You know he's trying, to, he's trying to kill John or whatever and you get to the scene in the mall and then yes. like, um, the, the liquid character, the Robert Patrick, yeah, Robert comes in and he walks in and it's like, oh fuck, oh, I guess he's the cop. And then like fucking, he ends up protecting John. It's like, oh shit, that's like one of the most low key yeah. underrated twists like ever. Like, because you just don't know that's gonna happen. The T one thousand was the most badass villain as a kid. Yeah. Like, you thought, like watching T two. There's nothing that could beat the T1 failure. It's just like, nah, 
T one thousand was like the ultimate, not and not like villain is in, just just something that just cannot be stopped in a battle. Like if you were gonna pick a villain to like, you didn't want to fight. And I think it was to do with how good the effects that it was in nineteen ninety one or whenever it was. Mm. It was just nothing. There was nothing like it. It, it was, was just way ahead of its time. Yeah, like I remember every kid, well, every other boy, all my mates and all that. It's just not judgment day. It was just like, it just blew your mind away. You're just like, oh, man. And if you hadn't watched it, someone else, other another kid did. You just had to watch it, man. Like, yeah. So good. It's yeah. so, so good. Like, and like, what well, we go back to our conversation with Arnold about the, you know, him reaching his peak. This movie, when this is like him being Shaq in 2000, like, mm. it's unstoppable. Yeah. unstoppable like fully formed as an actor like he's become this global superstar and he, you know he's already massive as it is but here he is and you know he's just dropping 36 and 20 in the finals this is what that first performance is like fucking so he's so good in this like the little emotion things like the you know like any other actor when john's crying and he's like why do you yeah. cry like yeah. any other um, actor could have said that but it makes it so emotional that you're fucking like getting upset the fucking robots like you know asking human questions they um they tie that in at the end when just before he's about to be lowered down he says i now understand why you cry yeah like yeah he's fully formed as an actor at this point and it's just Mm. little things like little cues like that like you know even the part with the um when he's learning the um hasta la vista baby and all that shit it yeah. could have been so bad in anyone else's hands, but like fucking he puts it together and makes it. And then, you know, Hasta La Vista Baby becomes like a thing. Like it was an actual thing in pop culture for yeah. a long time. Oh, yeah. Um, so going back to your original point, Twain, that was one I was going to bring up as well. I love mm-hmm. the way they didn't reveal it straight away, his intentions mm-hmm. straight away. And I just mm-hmm. re- read for the, the early promotion of the movie, they actually never showed Arnie on posters with John Connor. So mm. it was actually people didn't know his intentions going into the movie for the first time. Obviously, mm. we know now, but yeah. if, when you were watching it for the first time, you thought he's going back to kill him. Even the early trailers were only um, what they showed was an assembly line making all these Terminators that looked exactly like Arnie. So that, See, that was all people got. And that's what I feel like in movies should do now. Like, yes. just give yep. us that bit of suspense. Like, don't don't blow your load in the fucking first two yeah. trailers. Like, just give us something that we can yeah. look forward to. Like Terminator I Genesis, want... anyone? Yeah, absolutely. Like, fucking spoiled John Connor was a Terminator in the trailer. Yeah. It's so <laughs> fucking stupid. Um, like I watched it with my son a couple of months back, and he hadn't he hadn't watched it before. And like mm. the part we mentioned, the reveal, like he started bugging out. That Arnie was the guy. He was like, because yeah. he just assumed a police officer uniform yeah, yeah, that yeah, he's yeah, going to yeah, be yeah. the good guy. And it was one of the first movies that, you know, it sort of delved into the fact, you know, sometimes these guys in uniform aren't as good as they portray themselves yeah. to be. Like, a little subliminal message there. Like, if it's you not all back black and the, white. Yeah. yeah, it's not always black and white. Like, there's, there's a bit of grey as well. Yeah, no, it's like, like, this movie's undefeated, man. Like, you yeah, can put it up against anything and anything. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. I think, like, how you said, Aiden, how is your, like, number one action movie. Yeah. But, I don't think I'm going to go out and say that, but I don't think anything's beating it. <laughs> like, I'm not going to, like, 
put it underneath another one, if you know what I mean. So yeah, yeah, yeah. it's first or first equal for me. So and, and just going back on your guys' points then too, like the reveal, like no, nah, because yeah, obviously he's the bad guy in the first one. Mm. Like I'm just looking at the movie poster now. It's just him sitting on the fucking Harley, shotgun in hand, glasses yeah. on. And the statement, all the statement is it's nothing personal. So it's like Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, he's probably gonna come back and kill someone. It's nothing personal. He's a robot. Mm. But then it's, yeah, it's boom, now he's a good one guy. One of the better one of the better plot twists that mm. I can think of. Like and just like even like things he does like the part with the and the bike and um Patrick's chasing him in the truck. The mm. way he reloads the shotgun. I fucking yeah, love yeah. it. I was going to yeah, bring that up. It's, so, it's yeah. the coolest yeah. way to reload a shotgun I've so ever seen in a cool. movie. Like, he just fucking, you know, r- rotates the wrist, bang, yeah. pops it. Boom. Fuck, it's so good. And then yeah. I read that he spent hours trying to do that. Eh? Like, he, mm. like, trained to do that. Like, that's something that you can't just do on the fly. Like, he spent legit time learning how to do that. Okay, is the scene, is the car chase scene down the sewers and sh- what do they call them? Is it sewers, flood control, whatever they are? Yeah. Is uh, that the oh, best, is that one of the best action action sequences of all time? Yes. It's up there. Yeah. It's yeah. It's, it's it's top three easily. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah I wouldn't so even good, chuck eh? it one. Yeah. It, it just depends. But yeah, it's up there. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know what else you'd put in that discussion, but. I would secure that as in the top three discussion. Mm. Everything else I'd have to think about, but that's a no-brainer that it's in there. Yes. Um, just wanted to touch, too, on the character development of Linda Hamilton from one to two. Like, mm. um, as we just touched on in one, she's like the damsel in distress. Like, she's this girl that's just like, she doesn't know what's going on, you know. She's just trying to live. She's scared. She's terrified. She comes here. She's fucking terrifying in this movie. Like, she's legit, like... <laughs> She's scary, like she's fucking scared than the Terminator. <laughs> she's like, you know, the way she's doing the pull-ups on the, you know, on the bed bunk thing. Like she's pretty jacked. Like she looks mm-hmm. like she's yep. lifting weights and you know training and all that shit. And you know, the when she's escaping from the asylum, how she's like st- fucking stabs up the, you know, the the doctor and smashes. She's terrifying in this. Even the scene at Joe Morton's house, like. That scene, like, she's just losing the plot, and that's, like, scary. Like, she's like, don't fucking move. I'll kill you. You know, you don't know what you've done. You know, that sort of thing. Like, her performance in this was, like, low-key. Like, I think it should, she should have got an Oscar nominee that, well, that year. Yeah, she'd done it so well, eh, in that. Mm. Yeah, just total transformation. Yeah. Yeah, that's all I really got to say is just, yeah. yeah I think you summed it up, man, like, yeah. It was, um, she was scary, yeah. Uh, so I just read the, so when he passes through the bars, when Robert Patrick passes through the bars, um, the, the sound to you, to make that sound, all they did was open a can of dog food and tipped it upside down. And the, <laughs> the sound is the dog food slowly coming out of the can. Freaking perfect. That's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. And yeah, he made a joke. He's like, we spent $6 million on, on special effects. And for sound, I spent 35 cents on a can of dog food. <laughs> did did you guys read the alternate storyboard that he had for this? No. So the ending a, or something oh, else? Just, uh, just in general, the story. So I'll explain. I've got it here. So par- basically, the story goes that um, the Arnie comes back. Also, Michael Bean comes back. He reprises his role as Kyle Reese. However, mm. the roles revert in that Kyle Reese becomes the Terminator. 
Huh. I'm yeah. so glad that didn't happen. To be honest, like, yeah. that seems like the um the influence for Genesis though. Genesis, yeah, yeah that's what I was just gonna mm. I was just gonna bring up to you guys. Like, it doesn't that happen later? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I. I'm with you guys. I don't. I personally don't like that. I I like the. Well, you, you can't change the, the fact of how good it was. So I'm glad they didn't do that. Yeah. Agreed. So I, again, I just want to go back to your the talking about the the shotgun scene. Um, <laughs> so good. So <laughs> on the bike. So as he was training to do it, he wasn't allowed to wear a glove, um, because his finger would get stuck. Uh, so he actually tore the skin from his fingers practicing doing it, and he. <laughs> And there were times where he would hit Edward Furlong with the gun. Um, and he had to do this all <laughs> all while driving the Harley as well. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's like he had to master so many things. And then the shooting of the gate was real as well. There wasn't any CGI or any rig. He shot the lock off the gate. And that took weeks of practice, it says here. See, it's, that's, it's what, incredible. that's why... Dedication, man. That's why when people, like, shun as an actor, like... I won't have it. Eh? You you read things like that. Yeah. That's you know, that's not something that all actors do. Like he went mm. above and beyond to make sure yeah. that his roles were fucking yeah. A plus plus. That's it. It's it. You know, no one's confusing him for Daniel Day Lewis or anything. But no. What he the for his um like area, I guess his his uh, his lane, if you will. Um, he was a master in that, and he he took it really seriously, and you can tell. Mm. Um, this is also why I think practical effects will always be better than CGI because it just ages so much better. Yeah, agreed. Like even like that. It's funny that you bring that up. Even that part when you know they take Joe Morton to the lab, and Joe Morton decides to stay with the bomb, and he's just like hyperventilating, not trying to let that go, let that bomb go, like let yeah. go of the yeah. detonator. It's like he that's the effect that you can't teach because that's something that happens like you're just like panicking because like you know you're going to die you know that sort of thing so yeah. he's like it's real it yeah it's real. real yeah and he's yeah. Like running his breathing like starting like going hard out and, like, <gasps> and then fucking he just stops breathing and then and ends like yeah stuff like that mate that's why the movie's so good yeah. I think that just going on a real tangent here but mm. The realness in the acting compared to the CGI. I think it's sort of um, just like I had a real realisation of watching that comedy. Um, I don't know what it was called, but it's come on Netflix. Is that, is that guy, but he used, he like pranked people. Um, Aiden, you'll help me out here. Um, the comedian guy, and he, he, it was like a road trip movie. And I would... Uh, Eric Andre. Yeah, yeah. What was that movie uh, called? The, the Bad Trip. The bad trip, you know how he yeah. just pranked people and used yeah. like, but it was real reaction from people, and capturing that just made it that extra bit funny, mm, yeah. you know. And yeah. that, so I'm just trying to compare it here to like CGI to to seeing the realness. So mm. yeah, and just having that real reaction just made that so funny. And yeah, I don't know. I'm just trying to compare it to the CGI to. To real, yeah, the real um, mm-hmm. effects, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Actually, interestingly, you bring that up. Um, James Cameron has a, a directing style uh, called robe directing, and that's where he doesn't get permission to shoot in specific locations. 
Um, So he'll just, like, basically for night scenes, he'll just go there and they'll start filming and then they'll leave before the cops come. Just turn up. So if there are people in the scenes, this is more prevalent for for the first Terminator than the second one. I actually forgot to mention it, though. Um, there There are scenes where people are in it and they're looking shocked because they don't realize that in a movie. So because they're, they're yeah. just fucking going for a nighttime walk and then like, you know, a fucking Terminator drives through a window or something. Yeah, and you're gonna <laughs> you're gonna look shocked. It's not gonna be yeah. great. It's gonna be, whoa, yeah. what the fuck? Yeah. And that kind of, you know, directing you can tell comes through a lot in T two because there's heaps of stuff like just the reactions of like even like even though it's a small part, like the part when he beats up the two the two dudes, yeah. like it, the way they act is like shocked and shit when they, <laughs> yeah from from him. It's like it's you know it's just little things like that, eh, man? Like fucking, I can't speak high enough about. I love this movie so much, yeah, man. Me too. Yeah, me too. it's so good. Yeah, it's, so um, good. yeah. It, it, it's also pretty crazy that uh, a thirteen or fourteen year old Edward Furlong is still the best John Connor by miles but my like it's like there, there was some decent job like christian bale did a decent job but i don't think it it's close i think edward furlong is by far the best well it's two different characters basically isn't it yeah like, yeah. yeah it's not the but, same yeah i get what you mean though like it's he put his portrayal of john connor like if you had a stock rating for edward furlong in 1991 like his mm. stock would have been fucking so yeah. high at this yeah, point yeah, yeah. like there was chance there was a legit conversation that he could have been one of the bigger stars in Hollywood. But just wanted to ask you guys, um, do you think it would have been better if it was someone else? Yeah. I don't, I don't no, think you'd find... Hard. Yeah, I don't think you'd, you'd struggle to find a kid with that much charisma, like natural charisma. Mm. Like um, Macaulay Culkin was the other sort of kid actor around the same age at the same time. But it's just way different. Fair. Yeah, Macaulay Culkin... I don't. He definitely wouldn't have worked in this. I, nah. He, yeah, a whole different thing. Well, I've whole got a, I, It's funny that you, you know, brought up some names because I've got a name for you. Probably, he might have been a bit too old at this time, but he was, you know, still a decent actor. But he, Leo DiCaprio. Interesting. Around, around that time. Oh, yeah, that's I that's mean, pretty good. Yeah, Leo was really good in What's Eating Gilbert Grape. Yep. Well, yeah. um, um, I liked even though it was a kiddies a kids movie. He was I liked him in Critters Three, but yeah, you know, Basketball Diaries, obviously, that four years later. But like, yeah, he had some acting chops. Like, can you just imagine mm. a fifteen year old Leo as John Connor? Like, you know, yeah. I'm not saying I'm and, not saying it would have been the same as Furlong, but yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it could have worked. It could have worked definitely. That's actually a good name. I wouldn't have even thought of that. Yeah. Uh, funnily enough. Um, very similar look between a young Edward Furlong and a young Leo. Mm, yeah, very similar. Like very, yeah, maybe a different hair color, but other than that, pretty, pretty close actually. Even mm. like the, I guess, traditional hairstyle that they would, you know, that they most. It was the for. cool kids' haircut at that time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The so, fucking, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that's off, actually an interesting one. He's coming off um, Growing Pains, which was one American sitcom, like sort of like Full House sort of thing. And that's mm. where he got his. That's when his his name started getting out there. So like, yeah, you just chuck him because like like you said earlier, like they just picked up Furlong basically off the side of the road and said, "Oh, mm. you know, come and be in this movie." Like, just imagine if they had a kid with some acting chops in that role. I'm not saying Furlong did a bad job; he was great. Mm. 
I got like, you. I get what you mean. Yeah. Just totally what a, mean. Yeah. I just. It was just a fascinating what if for me that if he, you know, somehow got involved in this, it would have been. Uh, I thought would have been as, as good as, if not better. Hmm. Um, he probably sort of gives away the time period too, eh? like the way he reacts to his uh, step parents and that. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, what did he say? Like some Bart Simpson, like, like eat my shorts or something. Yeah. Something like that. You know, it's quite funny. And it shows the difference between kids these days, eh? And back, back when we were kids, you could just, oh, yeah, I'm out. Yeah. I'm later. I'm, later. I'm not freedom, hanging around home. Fucking. The freedom that he, like, you watch that. The part he, yeah, like you say, like go to the mall. The, the mall, like the freedom that he displays, it's like it's fucking insane. Like it was, oh, in my household, that sort of thing didn't happen. We had to stay <laughs> home, or, you know, regardless. But like even the the whole thing when he goes to the ATM machine and they fucking hack the ATM machine. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> ah, it's so good. I love this movie, man. Oh yeah. Um. So Arnie got paid fifteen million for this one. Um, and he had 700 words of dialogue, which works out to $21,429 per word. It's not even his words in this that make him good, eh? It's just no, no, totally not. Yeah, it's just a, just a funny, crazy. funny little, uh, little, little that's fat crazy. boy. 700 yeah. words like that, that. I wish I could have a job. <laughs> <laughs> We've probably said 7,000 each on this podcast. <laughs> Um, so it's yeah, like funnily enough, uh, Michael Bean was the guy in the first one who didn't really pan out. But Robert Patrick, I feel like he probably should have been a bigger deal too. Like he's considered <laughs> one of the greatest movie villains ever mm. in okay. in this. And I mean, he's always been in shit. Like he's in he's in. I mean, I'm rewatching The Sopranos. He yeah. showed up in that for a few episodes. Die Hard. Um, yeah, yeah, that he his performance in Die Hard Two is why James Cameron cast him. Last uh, Action Hero. Last Action Hero, which he basically paid the T one thousand. Yeah, yeah, that's literally um, who he played. That's who he's credited as. Yeah, um, yeah, he he's another one, eh? Like he, yeah, he like, didn't really kick on. Like he did he, some good stuff, but like he did Copland, which I will. Copland's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah, it's so really. Funny. Really, really underrated Stallone performance. That's what I where I point people to when they say Stallone can't act. Yeah, Copland's really good. Yeah, uh, you know he's in fucking, you know, like dust. But then he does like dust till dawn. Yeah, and double dragon. Um, yeah, double dragon. <laughs> like Charlie's Angels. Like he he does yeah. some weird shit, eh, man. Like it, it reminds yeah. me a lot of um Forrest Whitaker. Like Forrest Whitaker will do like. <laughs> Something yeah. fucking like he'll do blood sport and do this, and then he'll fucking do species, the sex yeah, alien, yeah, yeah. like yeah. just out of nowhere, like just just a weird IMDb. He's he's like the Paul George of the NBA, <laughs> you know, like he 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 carried that Pacers team as the T one thousand, you know, like, but he he nearly peaked out, but then he just couldn't couldn't replay the performance. He can still, he can still give you twenty and five and yeah. five. Yeah, yeah, he's the Paul George. Like, yeah, like he he was like he's done like like you guys say he did Sopranos he did X Files, um like fucking just heap of stuff like he did some games like he was in a lot of games a lot of game stuff yeah like he was fuck, yeah, I just I just like, feel like he should have been a bigger deal considering <laughs> he's the T one thousand yeah like, it just it never it's an iconic villain yeah like if you asked random people like 
oh, you know, what do you think of Robert Patrick? Most people would be like, who the fuck's that? Pr- pr- honestly, honestly, that's what pretty much everyone's reaction is if you ask them about that. It's like, and then yeah. you go, the liquid guy from Terminator. Yeah. Oh! Yeah. yeah. Oh, the T one thousand. Yeah. Like. Yeah. But that's it. Like, you know, I I just feel like he should have been a bigger a bigger thing. But, but he, he, put... he he worked regularly throughout the whole time. Yeah. Just yeah, took some shit movies. Movies. But like, if you look at his um television credits, like fuck, he did Sons yeah. of Community. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Sopranos, The X Files. Sopranos, walk, like Walking yeah, Dead. Yeah. Big series. Yeah. Like just. He did, like you say, Aiden. Like he did keep himself and employed, mm. but just, he never had that lead movie that you would yeah. think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He too. Maybe he was just sort of happy being being the second and yeah. second guy. I really yeah. liked him in The Sopranos too. Just going back to yeah, because it, you know, it just showed you know like he could actually act. Yeah, like a shop owner, like with a gambling problem. Like, yeah, yeah. Compared it's, to the T one thousand. It's funny that we um, just brought him up because I was going to bring up something too that he actually did a lot of sprint training for the role. Like he learned how to, like, you know, the part mm-hmm. when he's facing the, the car. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. And did some like fucking actual sprint training with some like high end athletes to learn how to correctly run. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, this is all goes back to the whole thing of, of sort of practical over CGI. Like most movies, they would have, you know, just used a stunt double and filmed from behind. Mm. But it shows that shot from the, the back of the car with him sprinting. And it, it, it yeah, like it's more realistic and it adds to it. Mm. Yeah. I really like Joe Morton in this. Like Joe Morton's character was really like Miles Dyson. Like the way... Yeah. Yeah. When they reveal that he's the whole reason why the world ends and ju- on Judgment Day, like his whole demeanor and shit changed. Like I thought he did a really good job. He like for like a small 15, 20 minute role, he came in and like fucking dropped like 20 points in 10 minutes sort of thing. Yeah. That's um, cool too. Um, just going back to that too, when uh, Sarah comes out after him. Yeah, that seems terrifying. Yeah, because, like, like, the kids are there and shit, and it's like, whoa, man, she's yeah. she's going to yeah. do it. That was really well done. Then John, John's like, oh, come and show me your room, like, while the kid's <laughs> like got a bullet yeah. in his shoulder and, like, this psycho <laughs> yeah. and her fucking big-ass robot boyfriend are, like, hovering over him. Yeah. Like, fucking, it's crazy. I only just figured out, too, um, Joe Morton's wife was the chief in... Um, S- SBU, I think it was. Okay. Yeah, the special, <laughs> yeah. The, uh, just, Mariska, not Mariska Hargate. No, 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 no. The oh. chief, like the. The chief is. I only remember her in Ice Tea. Yeah. Yeah. I think Christopher Maloney was in it for a bit. Yeah. Um, just going back to your uh your fact about Robert Patrick training for mm-hmm. his running. Uh, um, I, I don't think you mentioned this part. So he actually got to a point. He was so good at running that he caught up to Edward Furlong on his dirt bike. So he had to actually oh. slow his running down. Oh, man. Like, that's insane. Like, that's like fucking Olympic running level. Olympic level fucking detail. Yeah, because he, he, the training he'd do, he would only breathe through his nose. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's, that's insane, man. That's insane. It's so good, man. Like, there's, I don't, I've got no nitpicks with this movie at all. Yeah. Like, 
one yeah. of the few movies that I look at it from the start to finish and there's like nothing wrong with it. Like it's just perfect start to finish. Yeah. Did it get a hundred percent? No, I actually no. That's what pisses me off. It's only from critics. It's only got 93%. That means there's 7% of critics think this is not a good movie. And that really, really fucking bugs me. Was it, was it fucking old mate, Roger Ebert? Actually, ooh, what did Ebert get this? Let me let me check. I think Ebert liked this. I feel like it's in his wheelhouse. Um, it doesn't say who the uh, critics are. What we not like? How could you not like Terminator 2 Judgment Day? Just yeah. makes no sense. No, nah, it doesn't. Got, it makes no sense at all. I've got his um, review in front of me. Oh, yeah, I just found and, it. And one of the things that he has a gripe with, that there's not enough action in it. I'm like, Bro, what? There's not what enough action in the best fucking action movie of all time. What the fuck? Like, have you, are you not are you not watching the same movie as us? Like, um, he says he says that the T one thousand is not a um, it's 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 just a simple character. It doesn't is not effective. I'm like, it's a fucking robot. Of course, yeah. it's not gonna be. It's it's a simple character, but it's very effective. Oh. So it's saying Steph Curry doesn't shoot enough threes. What the fuck, yeah. man? Nah, Roger Roger Ebert is like low key one of the worst haters. Eh? Like he he like he used to always go out of his way to fucking hate on him for nothing. It's funny because I like I I read some of his stuff because I liked his his writing style. Mm. Um, but there's there's some movies that he like adores and I don't get it. Have you seen? There's this really shitty sci-fi movie with Nicolas Cage called Knowing. Yes, he gave that four stars and he said it's one of the best sci-fi movies of that decade. Bro, that's bullshit because you know, Aiden, that fucking ending is trash. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it fucking sucks, man. <laughs> the ending fucking sucks. It builds you right up to this point and it doesn't even fucking, the satisfaction of the ending sucks. <laughs> yeah, no, fucking hated it. Never even so, heard of it. So yeah, no, nah, it's, it's bad. It's, it's, it's directed bad. by the guy who actually directed The Crow. It just goes nowhere. Like you it invests like a good hour and a half and you're really intrigued about where the story's going. And then by the end of it, you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it fucking sucks. Um, yeah. Well, I think we've uh, gushed over T2 enough. Yeah. Um, that sort of that wraps it up. Our, our foray into the time traveling robot genre um yeah well, thanks boys for joining me and we'll have to see what movies we're going to rank next a bit of a discussion maybe have to peer pressure carl into something else <laughs> i've enjoyed it man i've enjoyed it <laughs> sweet oh thanks guys and uh yeah peace sweet. Thanks.